Money buys happiness. We're still late. We're 804. We're a little late. My bad, guys. It's okay. All right. We're doing I apologize. better. But listen, if you tuned in, we love you and we know why you're here. Why, why are they here? I have no idea. I don't know either, but you're here for we a good, you're here you for a fucking good time. Okay. If you're not subscribed, subscribe. Yes. Like the video. Yes. This is, we got a little mix happening. The, the today. net worth at this table is incredible right now. It's generational. It's much more than if it was just me and you sitting here. <laughs> oh, a lot more. You know? we got, we got, 10X. We got the Alpha King. He's, he's back. He's with back, us, baby. Okay? Because yeah. it just makes sense. Yeah. Thank right. You. It only makes sense. We had sense. a chat with you and it just makes sense. And okay. it's actually fitting because our guest tonight is, is very in nightlife, very nice. involved in nightlife. So we thought nice. you'd add a lot to the conversation. Nice. Thank as always. Guys. Thanks for having me. You man. know? Thanks for having of me. Of course. Thanks for being here. But. Without further ado, <laughs> wow. Wow. We finally did it. We finally did it. <laughs> the thing it. is, I don't even need to like introduce you because they just hear your voice and they're like, I, I, know, that, I know that fucking voice. Peter yeah. Gurgis, what's going on, baby? Yes. Thanks for finally uh, getting me the opportunity to come up, up here and uh, talk to you guys. I mean, you had it for a long time. <laughs> it was, my, it was, it was for me to fuck up, I'll tell you that. <laughs> okay. You know, how many times has he invited me and then there was always something that popped up or I had to go away or... We booked one, the last one we booked for last Thursday, we did yeah. it two, two months in advance. Yeah. Then I forgot it was a grand we're opening. Organized like <laughs> that, you know? yeah, we're, my, we're booking for 2025 right now. My fucking assistant, I was just telling him, like, she, Robin, get your shit together with my schedule. <laughs> Come on, Robin. <laughs> Should right, be but, fired but on Peter, maybe, no. maybe um, for anyone watching that doesn't know who you are, give us a little, a little bit of a brief of who you are. Well, first of all, what, what did you mean by that generational wealth comment? Generational wealth? Yeah, you just right said now? that. I yeah. said our net, the net worth? You said generational. No, I, yeah, I, I said generational. Oh, you said generational. Oh. Well, yeah. Like, you know, I don't think anyone here is poor. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going to put you, it that are way. Are building generational wealth? Well, I hope so. That's my plan for the future for my family or whoever decides to tag along before I die. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I'm tagging along too. Yeah. He's been tagging along a lot. <laughs> That's for sure. No, actually, I grew up in Etobicoke in a two bedroom apartment okay. with one bathroom. My mother, my sister, my father, my. My grandma, the five of us, wow. in this little tiny apartment in Etobicoke. And my dad was, you know, you look up the word um, middle class in the dictionary and you'll see a picture of him. Like he was the epitome of middle class. Yeah. And he worked his ass off to finally get us that house and moved us to the suburbs. And, you know, he had a little cafe and he, you know, he had a dream of being in hospitality. And he opened up a little restaurant cafe in Mississauga, Etobicoke border. And I worked there as a kid from the age of 13 to uh, 19. And then when I was 19, I opened up my first place on Young Street. It was called Brownstone. I opened it up with my mom's baby brother. So he's technically my uncle, but we're closer in age than he is with my mother because my mom's the eldest, he's the youngest. And we started this restaurant and it was good, but we had my other uncle involved in it. And, you know, Emad Yakub, shout out to my uncle Emad Yakub. He just opened up Black and Blue Sick. on King Street. Have you been yet? No. no. Great restaurant. Cool. He owns Global Group in Vancouver, and he kind of dragged me to Vancouver because he met a woman out there and got married, and he's like, fuck Toronto, let's go to... Am I allowed to swear? Of course, yeah, bro. Of course. Sure? Yeah, fuck, yeah. bro? Come on, bro. <laughs> really? I know we're live. But... <laughs> no, you're good, bro. Um, so he, he just said, fuck Toronto, come with me. I kind of stalled my... Uh, I, I, I stalled my feet a little bit by not moving right away with him, but when I finally did, I, I just had to get the fuck out of Toronto. True. Sometimes you have to. No, no, I had to. Like, I had this girl I was dating, <laughs> and it was June. We went out a week after my birthday, and she took me over for this beautiful 12-course 
dinner at this restaurant called Avalon. Okay. It was on Adelaide Street. I don't know if you remember it. Okay. It was voted like, it was before your time, you fucking kids. <laughs> what, what year is this? <laughs> <laughs> what year are we talking So she takes me out for this beautiful 12-course dinner. Yeah. And like six courses in, she drops a bomb, I'm cheating on you. On my birthday. Nice. Oh. And you know, I was 22, 23 years old, 22. And I was just so infatuated with this older woman that I was dating. She was like 27, 28, like... I don't know. Maybe I was more into it as a 22 year old and she was in her late 20s, maybe because I don't know, she knew how to like suck dick really well. (laughs) (laughs) She had experience. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know exactly what it was, but like as an older woman, I was just very captivated with her. Uh Crushed me. Called my uncle. I said, I need to get the fuck out of the the city. A week later, I stuffed my car, put it on a train, shipped it out to Vancouver, and I was out there. You were 22, you said? 23, yeah. 23, 23, yeah. So the, so the, the cheating made you get the fuck out. You're like, I have to leave right now. Yeah, like I couldn't, I couldn't, I don't know. I was all messed up because of it, but it was what I needed. And I don't want to say your name, obviously, but thank you so much for giving me that say push. Give me that push to get out of the fucking city. Chat, put a W in the chat if you want to say your name. What would Alpha King Nima do? That was my next question. If you were at that dinner, what do you do? I, mean, I want to learn more. First, <laughs> keep, I, I keep going. No, what, so what happened? So, oh, I, like at that dinner, I just like, I was like, what the fuck's going on? We're six courses in. Like, fuck, I really wanted to try that foie gras. I've never tried foie gras before, and this bitch is peeing. Like, like we're at so the hardest restaurant. Oh, I had to get up and leave. I'm like, I ran out. I ran out to my mother's Toyota Camry that I drove downtown. Nice. Okay. Right? I drove yeah. my mom's Toyota Camry to go to that dinner. And I just left her and I kind of stopped talking to her and that was it. Damn. Damn. So, I mean, I mean, I don't see Alpha King Nima running out of there. Yeah, you know what? I feel like you'd have something to say. Whoa, whoa, sorry. 22-year-old Alpha it's King. It's true, it's true. Oh, okay, yeah, you know, to be honest with you, man, it was her loss. You know, all jokes aside, it was her loss, it sounds like, because you became pretty successful. It seemed like a nice guy. You got it together, man. <laughs> giving you some flowers right now. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, you thought you were gonna get just I thought I was going to get roasted. <laughs> nah, man. You didn't know. Yeah, yeah he's going to yeah. warm up a bit, bro. Yeah, no, no, no because I, no, cause you know what, man? I'm, I'm a big believer. I'm 43, you know, so... I'm not sure you, 35? 44. 44. 35? Yeah. Four, no, See? 43. This guy's good, eh? He's good. This guy's buttering good. me up. I'm ready. I'm just ready to fucking take <laughs> me up. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. But, but, uh, but, you know, I've learned that as an entrepreneur, maybe you've, you've, you might have a similar feeling. I'm not yeah. sure. But, like, the two things you shouldn't throw good money at is, like, a failing marriage, yeah. failing relationship with a woman, or failing business. Yeah. Like there's just two things like money, like like money won't fix that. Yeah. You know? Like what could you have done? Yeah. I'm gonna spend more money. Oh, let's go on a vacation. Let's do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. It's like a failing business. You just yeah. keep putting good money after bad. It's yeah. Like, sometimes I think it's just a good to cut your losses and walk away, man. And that's a big saying in business is never chase money like bad money or with good money, right? Like you never yeah. want to keep on investing in something that's doing shitty. So, but, so you leave. So I leave. I get to Vancouver. But the, how, how much did that piss you off, though? Like, what kind of what kind of mindset did you have? I was twenty three. Yeah. You know, I had a restaurant on Young Street, and I was like, you know, I dropped out of high school actually. Okay. So I've been working this whole time and just trying to figure out my way. And I moved to Vancouver, and my uncle's got Global Restaurant and Coast Restaurant. He just opened up, and his company's Global Group out there. And I start running Global, and instantly, you know. I always tell this story to my managers. People would walk in and I'd run the door and they'd push me out of the way and go, no, no, go get me EMAD. 
go get me JP. He was a general manager yeah. until one day I just fucking fuck you. Listen yeah. to me. Here's my business card. You want a table in this fucking restaurant? You talk to me. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I was the man with so everybody. Yeah, yeah. And I went there and basically like the restaurant was cool. The bar scene was cool, but I turned down the lights, turned up the music and it became such a vibe. And then all of a sudden the hockey players were hanging out there and then. Yeah, and he, you know a lot of hockey. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I started, that's kind of like where I got my, my relationships going with a lot of hockey players was with Vancouver. You know, you take care of a bunch of guys. They, uh, they love it. The next year they're gone. They go to Phoenix you know, then they're coming to Vancouver, then they're bringing their teammates, yeah. and then you meet their teammates, and then their teammates are coming back the next year with another, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it just, yeah. it just uh, snowballs like that. So anyway, so I worked with my uncle, and I got out of, uh, and I was working with him in 2010 is when I decided to kind of break off on my own and start my own things there. So I don't know if you guys have ever been to Vancouver. No, we haven't. Nima, you have? Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful city. Yeah. One of the most beautiful cities in on the planet. On a sunny day, Vancouver is the most beautiful city on the planet, hands down. But I don't think I ever heard anyone say that. But yeah. a Vancouverite will tell you okay, that. Okay, true, true. true. But it's a small fucking town. It's a town. The laws are so archaic. The liquor laws, the the bylaws, the the policing, like they're just so anti fun. <laughs> Literally, yeah, it's yeah. been a, it's been an NDP government there for. Uh, am I allowed to talk about politics? Yeah, politics. <laughs> it's been a on, fucking bro. NDP government. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> it's been an NDP government there for however long. Like who knows? Yeah. So they really, you know, they're not really as um, business forward as you know any other governments. So in uh, 2010, I started my own thing. Do do I have to get into it? I mean, no. I, I just want to know how you yeah. ended up in Toronto, too. Like, yeah, so yeah, I just started my here, own I thing. I started my own thing, and it was in 2017, 2018. I was just like, 2017 it was. Yeah. You know, I had my places that were popping. They were going off. I obviously had some ups and downs, and then uh, I decided to, uh, my homecoming. Mm. So I started looking for places. I kept on looking for places, and then uh, uh, I ended up finding Frings through the boys, yep. you know, the guys that own it. Yeah. Owned it, and I did a deal with them, and then Marble opened, and then the rest is history. True, that's where Frings was. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh my god, I forgot the ones, about that. Yeah, those guys are the ones that got me the deal. The Frings Lees. was one of uh, Drake's spots. Drake and uh, the Kai and yeah. Levi, so Lee, yeah, 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 and Suser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suser Lee. So I mean, Marble, Marble took off. Though, yep, yep. Right, and um, I think you do something different when it comes to your venues, and and. That's why I wanted to bring Nima here too, because he has experience in nightlife. I mean, if you want to talk about that a little bit, how long were you in nightlife? Yeah, I spent maybe ten years in New York City nightlife. Yeah, mm. and uh, I was, I was, it was a very specialized niche where I would go to castings and I would bring out fashion models. So like during the day, I'd go meet them, and I, you know, talk to a bunch of them and then bring them out and then maybe charge like eight hundred thousand dollars a night. Yeah, um, and then I would wrangle celebrities. Yeah. So then I would charge extra for that. It's a very specialized niche that really only works because it's New York and there's such a large uh, fashion industry. You can't do that here in Toronto. You wouldn't yeah. like there's there's not even enough fashion models here. Like like I'm saying like you know maybe I don't know. You tell me. I don't know it. <coughs> it depends. Um, it's because like I know the fucking fashion models. Like you don't know plain and, plain and simple. <laughs> yeah. I think um, the people just want to be where people are yes mm. you know the who's who's they want to be in the room with the best looking people the be the, the richest guys yeah 
the the most classes will and don't pray on flowing. Yeah, that's where they want to be. Yeah, I'm I'm actually curious. I want to ask you how you decided that was your niche, though. <laughs> like when you're like, yo, I'm gonna just chase fucking models. Like, how, that's a very like it, it's strategic. It's smart as fuck. But I just I'm actually curious how you how you decided that how you, how you came up with that. You know, the thing is, is that when my first nightclub uh, was Marquee, that started by Noah Tupperberg, yeah, and Marquee on 27th Street in mm-hmm. Chelsea. And uh, my first nightclub in New York City. And when I went out, I met two blondes at a hotel that's not, I don't even know if it's still there, mm-hmm. um, in the meatpacking district back then. And then I walked up to the nightclub at Marquis, and I had two tall blondes with me. And I tipped the guy $100. I mean, I was thirsty to get some pussy. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I mean, I just wanted to get in. I didn't care. I knew once I get in, I'm going to make some relationships. Yeah, mm-hmm. I knew it. Yeah. I just knew it. Complete conviction. Got right in. And, uh, and from there, a bunch of promoters just swarmed me. Uh, and then from there, I didn't have any money. I didn't have a pot to piss in. Yeah. But they had bottle service. And I had no fucking money, you know? So I knew that with them, I'd get bottle service every night, and I'd fuck some bitches. Right? Good combo. Right. So, yeah, and, I, yeah, 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 and I'll meet people. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And that was just the thing I was most obsessed about. I had to find a way to do it. I, I was broke. I didn't have any money. Yeah. So from there, I... Uh, I, I was like, I would get invited to go back out to parties and they would be like, you know, you could bring some girls. Well, eventually got to the point, I had like 10, 15 bitches lined up and then I realized I'm like doing the whole fucking job for this guy yeah. one yeah. night when he left and he gave me these bottle tickets. Yeah. And then I was like, wait a minute, he's getting paid. Mm. And that was the point. Then I was like, oh, right. and then this, then this dude named Ryan Valen, who became a you know, pretty good act, uh, a writer in Hollywood, he said to me, hey man, just, he schooled me. He was like, bring this many bitches this many models and you're gonna get like 800 a night okay and from there i knew i would be able to meet billionaires because in new york you know in new york like you got billionaires you got more billionaires than anywhere else in the fucking world so the model circuit in new york it's not just you're meeting the billionaires of the world the a-list celebrities of the world going to hamptons paris fashion week you're also meeting the billion there's a whole nother circuit of billionaires that'll pay you just to do private parties on the jet on the yacht you did any of those I did. I did all sorts of shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> You'd be surprised the billionaires out of like uh, the, the Middle East or like Russia that'll just, you know, throw you like, you know, 25, 50K, pull up with like, you know, five models. Just 10 five? models. Out of For him to give him. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Well, that's shared, that share, that share oh, too with the yeah. girls. You know, I mean, they, they might be licking some ass. No, no, what I'm saying, that's <laughs> it. I, said, I said that's it just oh, for yeah. five. I said only just for five girls that much. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, these guys were, a lot of guys yeah, were like. fuck. Rich and I, you probably, I would imagine human nature is the same. Yeah. You probably have seen a lot of, like, we all work the nightlife, Toronto, yeah. New York, same, same shit, same, it's just cleaner city. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but you guys, I was always amazed how many guys could spend 15000 in a night but get no pussy. <laughs> you know true. what I'm saying? There's it's a true. lot. I've, I've seen it. Really. I've many, seen it happen. How many do you see? And then the guy. <laughs> I've done that before. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I'm that guy. <laughs> you know? And then the guy. You know? I'm dead. And then some. And then like the 24 year old guy would just, you know, he works as a fucking, you know, bartender. He's getting pussy left yeah, and yeah. right. Mm, and yeah. he goes back to his three bedroom apartment with two roommates. But he's he's fucking the baddest bitch in the club. In my in my defense. <laughs> Let's hear it. So you know, you go out and you're entertaining. You're spending money. You're having so much fun with people. And Adrian's always with me. Yeah. You know how many times. Girls are like, they give him a nudge. Hey, when he's done, you want me to go over there? Uh, well, he's like male model. You know, you know, he's fucking. He's an Adonis. We got, we got the boy in the back. He's the right kids now. an Adonis. Looking good, bro. <laughs> but 
at the, at the same time, like, you know, but you're doing it, it, you're doing something different. I'm entertaining yeah, everybody yeah, when yeah. you're with me too. Dude, you're you see, yeah, I'm like I'm I'm making sure every single person is taken care of. In our corner is taken care yeah. of and having having the best time of their life, you yeah. know? And that, that's that's in my places. That's something I wanted to ask you too, because I think that um your venues, they're very different from what the city was used to before they happened. Yeah. Right? Like I would say that. Like you haven't seen a marble, really. No. You haven't seen a mademoiselle, really. Mm-hmm. No. Um so what, what were you trying to bring to the city that maybe you didn't see? I don't know, man. I, I, I don't think it's not, it's not that fucking complicated. I'm not curing cancer here. Like, I just, I just, <laughs> yeah. you know, <clears throat> I'm in my 40s. Um, I'm the demographic. We're the demographic. Where would you want to go? You want to go to a place with, like, good-looking girls, good food, you know, good music, and a good vibe. Like, that's it. So yeah. it's, like, not a nightclub. You don't want to go to a nightclub because yeah. a nightclub's too much. You don't know what the fuck's going on in a nightclub at all times, right? True. But in a, in a restaurant bar, it's just you're having fun, right? But I think that's what's... I think the last <clears throat> five, ten years, that's kind of happened to nightclubs where yeah. people aren't even that down to go to, like, a night nightclub. They'd rather go to, like, a marble and, and chill on the patio, have some drinks, and see what What do you happening. think? What do you think from New York and from... What do you see? The same thing? I think after the lockdowns, things changed, man. Yeah. But now I feel like it's coming back. Yeah? Now I feel like it's coming back. What do you think about, like, clubs, though? Like, like... Even even like big box clubs, like super big clubs, like a I I, I have like I level. have n- the best fun of my life. Do you? When I go to Marquee, when I go to Live, yeah, okay. That's when I go to when I go to government on a on a big night with like Tiesto spinning or something, yeah. I I still can't get that out of my system. I don't know why. But I feel like the big box clubs are like are like a lot of tourists as well. Yeah. Like they'll come to the city, and be like, okay, Rebels, the club. One hundred percent. All my friends, that friends. That You don't want to go there and see always the same fucking people. You're yeah. down for some new people to slide in, no? Some new pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No? Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think <laughs> I, th- I think those some married man. <laughs> no, listen, listen. He, he can speak to them. He can speak to his time there. No, no, he no, no. I, I mean, I see value in both of them. And uh, but, but, I'm curious as a, I'd say let's let's say as guys that we were promoters, and, but now as like a nightclub owner, what, what is your ideal guest? Who is your ideal guest? <laughs> you remember you remember my tweet a couple uh, months ago? All oh, the, the the but the dress code one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I think if you just show up, dress properly, uh-huh. spend money. Yeah. If you say you're friends with the owner, don't ask for free fucking drinks. Facts. You know. Yeah. If if I'm your friend, you're gonna come support me. Yeah. Right. True. I don't go to. My friends who own a clothing store and say, what can I get for free? I go spend my money. I go to my other buddies' restaurants I spend. I don't ask for a discount on bottles. I don't ask for free shit. Yeah. I think that's kind of tacky, especially if you call someone your friend. Sure. You know, but uh, but the ideal guest just comes in, has fun, spends money, brings in two to three girls for every guy with him, and, you know, just doesn't cause problems. You'd probably agree this guy's a perfect customer <laughs> you're the perfect customer no i mean i don't know if, I, I i i sounds like me yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's you yeah, it's you. I, I, I directly empathize yeah i yeah. think that a friend would add value like a friend yeah. like I, I would get angry with my friend if they would just come 
And I'd be like, yo, what the fuck value did you add? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm going to entertain the girls. Motherfucker, that's easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. 10 girls. Oh, thank you for doing Well, how are you going to entertain them? Go buy some bottles for yeah, them. Yeah. Go yeah, spend yeah. some money on yeah. them. Or help me bring girls. Yeah, yeah. So there I can go. make the nightclub owner happy. Yeah. You know sure, what I'm saying? Sure. Like, add some, or take care of the Uber ride. Yeah. You know, take care of a drive. Take, you know, take care of, take care of the dinner tip. You know, add, you know, whatever it is. Take care of the dinner. Yeah. Take care of something. Take care of something. Just add some value. Even if you don't have any money, it's okay. Add some value. But. There's a couple of your like best best friends that you'll let it slide. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Adrian, yeah. shout out to Owen Lewis. <laughs> shout out Owen. Yeah. Shout Fuck out him. Owen. He's just juicing the bar, eh? He's just juicing, <laughs> he's just juicing <laughs> bottles or what? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Falling all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Every girl's like he's he looks like he he looks like Jared Leno meets uh Holy uh, yeah, like he's just a fucking That's already he's fun. a he's a man rocket. And chicks just love him, so you just, you know, okay, when, when okay. they so, see him. So he's allowed, he's allowed. He's a good-looking dude. But he's, like, my first friend when I moved to Vancouver in 2003, literally. Wow. By the way, Scotty says he needs a Comp 42 tonight. That's Scotty, crazy. is that Scotty Scratch? Yeah, yeah for sure. Wait, well, there's questions. Peter, who do you got? Oh, Kirk Cousins all night, baby. Abby. Abby Modi. <laughs> Kirk Cousins. Let's go, Abby Kirk. You know this. Listen, we got we to gotta, we gotta get into something a little spicier, okay? <laughs> I want to get a little spicy here. Do it. Wait, are you single? Yeah. You're single? Okay, yeah. that's, actually, that's a perfect Wait, preface. Like, that was go. a perfect preface to my I was, question, I actually. I, I mean... It's like you read my mind. Are you in a yeah. situationship? Like, what is it? No, don't start with those. See, I'm, like, si- I'm those single. I'm single. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> if you're watching. <laughs> this is... I'm single. How, <laughs> if you're watching. I was going to say, how do, you, how do you find love? In the club. Yeah, essentially, like, in nightlife. Is it possible? I think because I feel like you had to leave almost. Yeah, yeah. So you may have differing. I think things uh, here. I'm curious. I've dedicated my life to the people. Mm. You know, yeah. and unfortunately, when you do that, you really uh, well, fortunately and unfortunately, but it, it does obviously have a huge toll on your personal life. I'm keep literally keeping it PG right now, right? No, go yeah. off, no but like I, uh, you know, you, yeah, you just it's hard, and with with girls. Out there, you know, they all have different motives. And I'm 44 now, mm. you know, in my early 30s or late 20s in this industry, as you guys would probably know, you know, you said you're in your 40s too. Like, yeah. it was fun, but the novelty of it just fucking gets a little too much and the repetitiveness of it. But at the end of the day, I go home and I sit in my bed waiting for the email log to come out of what the sales were, <laughs> yeah. you know? And that's what and, gets you fired and, up. And yeah. how much labor was. Yeah. And, and you bust you know, a nut to that instead. <clears throat> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know how sexy... Those bar numbers look? Do you know how sexy low labor cost looks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, so, so naked, hold on. So, uh, you don't, some do, naked do you low even, labor cost? Oh, wow. Fuck, get me going. Do you even want to be in a relationship? Um, and don't I, lie here, eh? I, I want, they I, want the I, truth. I want children. Yeah, I want okay. children. Okay. I want kids. I want something to carry on this legacy of what I'm working my whole life to uh-huh. build and and take over. But um, it's hard. It's hard. Like, you know, you have the opportunity to date a girl in her early 20s, which for any 44-year-old guy, they'd be like, oh, wow, you're the luckiest man in the world. Or then you got an opportunity to date, like, you know, an established woman that would be, like, the perfect girl for it anybody career good family all that stuff yeah. and then it's just it, it just doesn't nothing it's oil and water mm. literally relationships in, in my position is oil and water 
I look at a guy like Dave Grutman and I admire him a lot because he has his beautiful family with his two daughters and he knows how to balance it. Um, there's a couple other guys, but I'm, I, I think I'm still in the position of growing my company where I'm still in the trenches. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're still grinding. Yeah. No and, distractions. And the trenches take a lot out of you. Were you ever in a relationship during, like a long-term relationship while you were doing it? When I launched my company in 2010, I was in a relationship with probably one of the most perfect human beings that a man could be with. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That just, Started having Peter bumps. Oil and, and water. Oil and water. Because I was starting my company at the yeah. beginning, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. You, you need to put a lot into that. We say yeah. it all the time, but I feel like once you, like, and we talked about this too, like yeah. we were in nightlife and then, you see how people act that are in relationships. Whoa. And then you're like, dude. <laughs> yeah, and that's like, what I you're mean. doing that? And I and like you've been with that person for five years, or you've like you see shit and you're like, it's dude, so funny. I like I've seen the guy come in for dinner with his wife at lunch, and then <laughs> the other venue he's coming in with his mistress at dinner. <laughs> his guma, <laughs> his fucking guma. Yeah. Like in yeah. Goodfellas, Friday nights yeah. were for the wives, yeah. Saturday nights yeah. were for the sides. Yeah. Yeah. But you think that plays a toll on like the way you think about it too? Obviously, you've seen, seen a lot. I'm, I'm a little jaded, of course, but yeah. at the same time, I'm kind of at the point where nothing surprises me anymore. And yeah, let's not let's not paint, you know, men in a bad fucking with a paint, bad brush. Like yeah. women are just as bad, you know. Yeah, oh, we know. I'm, I'm curious, you know, what, what, <laughs> do, what do you think though? We're talking about like the older established woman, the younger, more. What's a Peter? I don't even know what you would say. It's like fun or like, I don't even want to say naive or inexperienced. How are these men supposed to choose? Because there's all these red pill guys. We talked about this, right? All these red pill creators, all these guys talking like, find yourself a, a, a fucking 18 year old, no dick spin inside of her, fucking, fucking teach her what? everything, take her from yeah, the farms. Who says that? There's yeah. like some red Everybody. pill. Everybody. Yeah, what, what, what are your thoughts? If you're, if you're a successful <coughs> man, let's say in your mid thirties or you're getting into that realm, right? Not yeah. even, it doesn't have to be nightlife. What kind of woman should you look for? You know, I was thinking about this, man. Like, uh, I'm married. So, you know, I, I just got married in my early 40s, you know. Yeah. So uh, now I'm mid, approaching mid-40s. But I think there's such an emphasis uh, for young men to focus on getting a loyal woman. But a loyal woman, yeah, you, you want to get a loyal woman. But you also want to get a woman that's not going to distract you from your goals. Mm. So if you're continually investing in yourself and improving yourself and you're ambitious as fuck, you know, and your woman is not improving herself at your speed, at that level of acceleration, and you're arguing and they're distracting you and they're pulling you down and they're like, you know, you're, you're like fucking Superman once you become a CEO because you might have 50 people, 60 people counting on you, 100 people, 200 people counting on you. Everyone's counting on you to pay them at the end of the fucking month. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not to mention you got a wife, then you got kids, you got parents-in-law, you got your own fucking parents, mm -hmm. right? You got friends, you might have charities that you like. So, you know, all of a sudden, you know, you might have a girlfriend or a wife that may not be growing the way you're growing. Yes. Mm. And not only, so yep. she's or, loyal. Or at the same speed too. Yeah. yeah, she may be loyal, man. She yeah. may be loyal, she may be a good woman, but she's distracting the fuck out of you when you got an important meeting. Okay, yeah, yeah but that's great for everybody else except hospitality. It's It doesn't <laughs> no, apply to us. It doesn't apply. <laughs> it doesn't apply. there's so much pussy. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I hold mean, on. Okay, you, so left, you left nightlife. I left nightlife, uh, yeah. Be I, for I left, what reason, though? I left because I wasn't at a point in, at 38, yeah. 37, 38. I left because I realized in New York City, 
I didn't have the talent to own a successful club. Okay. Richie Akiva, Scott Sartiano, uh, Noah Tupperberg, they dominate that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like mm. a fucking full There's like no up. space, yeah. Yeah, and I, know, and I knew Richie Akiva, for example, the guy that I, I admired the most and I learned a lot from. Richie, you know, was, was, was a genius, mm. you know, at getting the celebrities and the top supermodels. And I would never, in any point soon, be able to compete with him. Okay. Like, he really had a lock on that shit. Yeah. We're bringing out Leo, Hove, Beyonce, Dallas Cruz, the top Victoria's Secret models, and so forth. You know, yeah. I couldn't compete. And the billionaires, you know, and their resources to take out those same celebrities. Yeah. Biggest legend. Fall, huh? Biggest legend. Yeah. Richie. Yeah, Richie Akiva's a legend. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, so, you know, like Kanye has a song where he says, you know, I'm out at a party with Richie. Victoria's Secret model, is he going to get me? He's talking about Akiva. Yeah. You know, that's and crazy. that's, that's what I learned from. You know, yeah. I, I'm, you know, so that was my trainer. That was okay. my mentor. <laughs> okay. That was okay. my big bro. You know yeah. what I mean? So, so I just was like, you know what? I can't compete uh -huh. in this. I'm getting the fuck out, and I don't want to be a promoter forever. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't about relationships then. It wasn't like, oh, I can't get in a relationship doing this job. I think it's important to say, hey, you know, like once I had a very successful Monday night party, it was in New York Post, New York okay. Daily News, bringing bitches, models, celebrities, everything. But that club closed down after that. That was the peak of me. Yeah. You know, it was like a sign you Which club? Through. Which club? And then it was uh, it's called Double Seven. Okay. With Jeffrey Job, Mark Baker. Yeah. Um, and it was good. You know, I had my run. I did my run. I had one successful Monday night party that was getting press. And once that was done, it was done. The cloak shut down, not because of my night. My night was actually the one good thing, but it takes more than a Monday night. True. Yeah, you know, it takes way more than a Monday night. So as soon as you got out, was the idea right away, like, yo, let me, let me get into a relationship and let me find a woman? No, I went, I, I went, I went, you know, I went to Europe. Um, and I went to Europe. I wanted to get out of New York. I went out to... By then, I was doing private equity. You want some European bitches, eh? Yeah, yeah man. Passport okay. bros. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but I, I was doing that before... Passport bros? <laughs> ...it became popular. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I got... I <laughs> was popular. You know passport bros? You no, know what that is? It's no, the term. No. So it's pretty much like what? Just guys leaving to find their wife overseas? I wasn't doing that, but I was abroad. Okay, I, I start working it's with like dudes okay. from the West. I had, a, I, had a, I had a friend do that. Yeah, yeah. Go to South America and Oh, no, no. He went to Russia. Oh, it's not nice. bad at all. Though. He went it's to Russia bad. and I don't know, like he just disappeared and came back with <laughs> yeah, well, this six the wife. foot blonde, yeah. beautiful, blue eyed, model-esque, yeah. three kids. Yeah. Passport bros. <laughs> nice, man. Yeah. No, no. I mean, I, 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 at that point I was working with a hedge fund manager oh, true. Okay. in Geneva, Switzerland, okay. who I met from New York City nightclubs, uh, who took me under his wing as I, trans you know, as I went out. But the yeah. point, point I want to make is, yeah, I went to Europe. I was fucking some pussy. And, uh, and then right before I left, I met my wife uh, in an Airbnb. Yeah. And uh, not the only one I've been with, you know. The rest is history. You're such a point. good guy, bro. I think once you get the... I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. But once I got the ring on, I felt like that's really the, you know. Yeah. That's when I sort of locked in. I, I wonder. I because did lock in. I wonder, though. I wonder because I feel like a lot of men in your position, if you're making money... You're, you know, whatever. You can use the cheesy Andrew Tay, like high value, whatever. <laughs> did, you, did you ever feel pressured to get married though? Because I feel like a lot of men won't admit it. I'm asking for like legit honesty because a lot of women are the ones I feel that today push for the marriage aspect, push for the kid, push for the marriage. Wait, how old's the wife? My wife's uh, about 11 years younger than me. Ah, my Ooh, guy. Yeah. See, my dog. That's I why. thought you were about to say 11 years old. I said, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, not, I'm not Nick Fuentes. You know? no. And his group of pedos. Jesus Christ. Micro penis motherfucker. Yeah, there we go. You know? yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. The, the Alpha King awoke. Yeah, we yeah, awoke. Yeah. We yeah, awoke him. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I know we all know of the guys at Valuetainment. Yeah. Uh, Adam Susnick wasn't 
at all, just clear his reputation. He wasn't at all involved in any of my uh, stuff that I said to Nick. Yeah, no, 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 he's Adam's a great guy. And uh, shout out to Patrick Bit David. Man. Yeah. So 11 years younger. Yeah, my wife, but your age. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so, how, but so how, how did the marriage conversation come up? I think once you, you have any kids. No, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, because I've not you had, a phone. <laughs> I thought sure? you had a kid on your phone. That's why. I no, that's me. Oh, that's me with my dad. Oh, <laughs> oh man, yeah. I got it. You know, the thing is, man, is that uh, once you uh, have a kid, once yeah. you have like a, you know a couple kids, and yeah. you have a woman you love, um, the, the kids is a game. Was the kid first before marriage? Uh, yeah. See. The kid was first, yeah, it's and and, uh, and also then it was also immigration. I'm an yeah. American living in Germany. Mm. Uh, then it's a whole nother ball. Was the kid on purpose? That's a fucked question. Yeah, you know what? That's no, no. What do you mean, question, bro? bro? Listen, were you trying, or was it just like you bust a nut and it just was what you know, it was? You know what? what you know what? You know, real talk. Mm. The power of visualization. Yeah. Years before I had my daughter with big cheeks. Yeah. Um, I would go to a playground in Miami and look at little girls, uh-huh. and I would just watch these little girls. These that are running around with big cheeks. And I used to say, one day I'm going to get one of those little girls. <laughs> I mean, not really. Not really. Just the sound. Just imagine where they tune into the... I got a daughter. I was looking at the arms at the playground. No, no, but what now, you said? No, but now I got a little girl of my own. It's my daughter. No, I know cheeks. what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's saying, sweet. It's actually very sweet. And it's very, such a good thing. But the yeah. way you said it yeah. was almost like... It almost went another way. Yeah, I didn't think about it like that. It's all good. It's all good. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'm serious. People don't believe me. No, I know. Neither do I. Some of my best clips Actually, mom, best moments. I think most. Prof- I'm actually serious. Yeah, you do, yeah you're I just do. talking. Okay, Some we, of them, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. I take credit for it. Then people are like, "Oh, she was funny." I was like, "Yeah, I take credit for it," but it was actually not. Wait, actually she didn't serious. answer the question. Well, sorry, I don't remember. What, what, was what it, it, no, was it a mistake or was it on purpose? Oh, it was you a, visualized it. Yeah, you visualized. Okay. I visualized it, and I thought I wouldn't. You be manifested able. that so shit. But so okay, but like, but like, because I, I, were you surprised when you got the news? And how'd you get the news? I was about, you know, forty-one. And I'm thinking at this point, all the women I fucked raw, I come to them raw, and not one of them gets pregnant. Yeah. How many Crazy. think? How many think you know? raw? You went yeah. raw with? And I come to the side of? I don't know. <laughs> I'm lucky to be alive, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I survived the Iraq War. <laughs> Go to the you know doctor, I mean? like I don't have anything after I after everything I've done. I don't have anything. Yeah. Sure. I, every day I feel like I survived Iraq War. I survived my own 9/11. You know what <laughs> <laughs> But fucking A, bro. Every 9-11, celebrate fucking all these bitches raw. <laughs> anyway, man. But back to the point. Uh, but, but on a real note, yeah, that's, uh, that's what happened. That's Yo, crazy. If you're with a loving, the love of your life and you're yeah. together and, you, and she gets pregnant, it's not accidental or on purpose. It's just the progression of the relationship. I like that. Yeah, I mean... And that's, that's just for the kid that's listening to you. Your kid that's listening to your brother. Yeah, 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 no, kid, no. you're not an accident. <laughs> no, I mean, because one day, you know, I'm dead, and maybe my, yeah. my daughter watches this. It was a, I, I almost was, didn't want, I wanted a kid, but I didn't know if I'd ever get one. But mm. I visualized having a daughter okay. with big, pudgy cheeks. Yeah. And, um, and then I got one. It was yeah. a gift from God. Proper. Okay. It was a blessing in my yeah, life. Yeah, 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 yeah. The best thing that ever happened to me in my life and the closest I ever felt to God was yeah. watching my daughter. Come out. That's Damn. amazing, of course. Mm. Okay, so on a serious note, how about you? When's the closest you ever felt to I, God? I hear that. You know, like <laughs> I, I did, a, I did get a girl pregnant once. Oh yeah. Yeah. Damn. In, you, in my early twenties. Wait, but that that made you feel close to God? Oh, when did I feel close to God? I thought we were talking on the. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait a minute. Wait. Okay, hold on, hold elaborate. On. Hold on. That's that's pretty. Oh my God! Do you want to know the closest I've ever felt to God? Yeah. My 18th birthday. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> that's crazy. Okay. 
A family member of mine picked me up on my birthday. Okay. Fuck, I don't know if I can say this story. No, it's too late, <laughs> brother. You're already 20% in. 18 years old. Takes me to a rub and tug. Nice. Because if you're 18, 18 years old, you can go to rub and tugs, yeah. I guess, here in, in Toronto. Okay. Well, you can't so go when you're younger than that? So he takes me up and we go to this place. It's my freak. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Okay. And when we, we go up, it's like on Christie, across from Christie Pits. Yeah. The second Holy floor of this, fuck. like, Korea That's sketch town, already. Korea bro. town. We're talking, I, dude, this is 1997. Okay. I was I was four. <clears throat> well, I was going to rub and tugs. <laughs> <laughs> I should have been with you even at four. That would have so, been down. So we get in and then and then imagine bringing me when I'm four. Your son. I'm surprised. I'm sure there were some babies in the corner somewhere in the room oh, waiting 100%. for their moms to finish Holy work. Fuck. So I get in. I've never. You know what? I've never said this story in public before in my fucking life, and I'm gonna say it. Here. Do it. This so, is, so, this so 18 years old. So we Chrissy get in. Pitts, he's rub and tug. Rub and tug. Second floor. My 18th birthday. My cousin's taking me there just as a. Uh, as like a whatever happy birthday we had a great night we went to the government nightclub that night yeah. sucked in with my fake ID we get to this place gets up and all the girls are like oh my god Mr. X so happy to see him because he knows them all so he put us in this little like <laughs> VIP room on the yeah. side right so we're sitting there waiting for uh, the girls to come in and we can but some of the girls are in there having a cigarette and she can I get a cigarette I need a cigarette some of the girls are have, having a cigarette and they're just like you know, we're sitting there talking. All of a sudden, you hear coming up the stairs, kick down the door, freeze, everyone on the fucking ground. No way. I'm like, God bless. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Freeze, everyone on the ground. This place is getting busted. We're getting raided. I lock the door. I look out the window. I don't see a, I don't see a cop car outside. So I'm like, what the fuck? They kick down the door. It's a bunch of guys in ski masks. Get on the fucking ground. Give me all your fucking money. I just bought a Nokia, the brick phone, yeah. Nokia, oh, the flat one. one. Yeah. I just got it for like $900. Yeah. They stole that from me, right? So they stole the fucking phone from me, but I didn't have any cash on me because my cousin was treating me. So I had like a toonie in my pocket. Like I had a gun to my back of my head and he goes, oh pulls it out and he goes, a toonie? <laughs> that's all you have? With a gun to my yeah, head. Yeah. Throws it at me. You motherfucker. And then that's when I saw my life fucking flash. Yeah, I was right going to say that has to be it. So you saw God at 18 in a rubbing time. Yeah. I mean, that, I didn't know God was there. Who would have imagined that? I didn't know God would be around there. I'm happy you're alive. And I'm happy all you had yeah. is a toonie. Maybe if you had more. Okay, but then, but then at the same time, you got to go pregnant in your early 20s. Throw yeah. it away, because I'm coming back to that. <laughs> oh, anyway, so then they pepper sprayed the whole place, and we couldn't get up out of the place, and they stole the oh, money. That's and, okay, that's how they got out. And I think after, like, because, I mean, it's brilliant. You rob a rub and tug, they can't call the cops. Yeah, obviously. Right? It's true. So whatever is going on on the streets, that's their problem. But I, from when, when we were talking after it happened, before we were, like, trying to get out, I heard one of the girls screaming at one of the girls, you fucking set us up, you set All us up. set up. Damn, shit. setup thing. I think I found my new business. Damn, it's a setup thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start robbing. Are they still around though. anymore? Are they? Are there rub and tugs in the city? You know what? I, I you know you know I never been to a rub and tug. Really? So all my life. I think. Yeah. No. I swear to I God. Think you have. No, I haven't. Mm -hmm. Anyways, that was my first and last time. Yeah, I never have. I don't know why. Okay, what are some of the biggest red flags you've seen in women for Peter and Nima? Nima, you go first. Nah. Thanks, Abby, for all the all the questions. Red flags. Man, that's a good question, man. Uh, red flags. I'd say, uh, how's the relationship if you're thinking about marriage? 
yeah. would say, uh, and starting a family, I'd say, what, how, how's the relationship uh, with her, with your, with, their, with her parents? Like mm-hmm. her relationship with her parents? Yeah. Okay. What's her relationship with her parents, and how do you see your relationship with her parents? Okay. And then look at the four or five girls that are she's very close to. What sort of women are they? Her circle. Are, yeah, because mm. if they're acting like whores. Oh yeah. And uh, they're <laughs> just <laughs> one of them bitter. Like, it takes just one bitter 100%. bitch, bro. One bitter bitch in a group that's gonna terrorize you. You know what I'm saying? In your whole relationship. It's facts. Just takes one nasty, nasty, bitter bitch that's alone. <laughs> it's facts. And she's going to fuck your relationship. You yeah. know? Because she's, she's going to be there whenever there's an argument. Girls are yeah. tough. Mm. You know, I'm very, I'm very fortunate that almost all of my wife's best friends are good women in, in relationships with one man. I like how you said almost all. <laughs> all. <laughs> Man, that's the other thing. Back to relationship. I'm, I'm yeah. fucking. <laughs> don't name names. Yeah, I mean, they're I German. You know? They're not yeah. watch this. I don't, under- <laughs> I don't understand how guys have so much time, like, to have like a girlfriend, a wife, a girlfriend, a side bitch, a side side bitch. You're like, saying fuck. like all of them together, or like? like no, I just think that like girls go after guys. That have a lot of time on their hands, mm. but they want. There's two. There's two types of guys, That's right? Facts. It's like you're gonna date a successful guy who can give you an amazing lifestyle, but he's not gonna be able to support you the way that you want to support. Yeah. Be supportive, whether it be giving you dick, like you know time, what I mean, dick. time, yeah. dick, like. Well, well, to your point, yeah. to your point, I'd say the number one red flag is if uh, a woman pulls down her pants and has dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean to his point. <laughs> no, because Peter, Peter said it. No, I'm not gonna say it. But but hold on, we're talking about dick. That I mean, has to be a rule, right? Uh, oh, fuck it. <laughs> but hey, hey, Adrian, I let mine backwards. I'll share. We'll share one. We'll share one. But uh, yeah, I mean that, that. I mean that's definitely a red flag. That's the problem with Toronto. Is that there's a lot I just of women on the phone? By the way, there's a lot of women with dicks. In in this city, yeah, so get to me. yeah, yeah. So it's a scary place. <laughs> I mean, hey, listen. No. Abby must know you, eh? Audio's on. Yo, guys, 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 just let, let us know if you can hear us. My right bad. Now? We had a little... Uh, we're back, we're back. A little noise Sorry about that, guys. Um, so, so, so we were at... Okay, so time, time. Women time. need time. Yes. Women need investment. Women need a man to be with them. And That's a good way to put it. I, I, I never thought about it. Like, yeah. I always thought about it like that. I didn't, know how, I didn't know how to put it into words, but yeah, women want a man with time. Yeah. That's, I never really thought of it like that. I know, that. that's, it's a well, that's great crazy. way. I've never, I never, never, never so heard much. like that. Because I've been in that situation where I'm the guy without the time. 
Yeah. The only thing I wake up and do is I think about my business and going after it at this age. Yeah. You know, obviously, like, you, you know, I'm a man. Like, I'm a man. I got fucking needs. Yeah. 100%. And then you mix in just like, uh, just at daily shit. It's like, how the fuck do you slide in like a woman into that? 99 you're, you're still like super active with the with the business yeah 100 right? my hands on i mean i love it i love it you do yeah. love it i love it you i can tell i wake up in the morning and i want to go to work yeah i wake up in the morning and i want to like be there and i want to be there but at i think night. that's i think that's huge for uh your team yeah and the culture that you have at, at, at like your venues that's just fake shot you know <laughs> yeah. i think we we have a great culture in the place where where everyone is very hospitable hospitable I feel like and hospitality wanna, oriented and but they want to come work for you yeah I, we've had you know what's a good testament to that is seeing how many people have been with us since the very beginning yeah or Cause, how because nightlife is very like there's a lot yeah. of recycled employees yeah yeah between venues but i feel like man like even when mademoiselle opened and then i went back the same people working yeah, yeah yeah we've there's there's literally like a a top 50 or 60 percent which usually is 10 percent in most places that have been there since the beginning and yeah, and in, and like really embrace the culture and want to be part of the growth because they see the growth, the potential. And in my company, there's not a corporate ladder of twenty people. It's okay. literally just me, you know. Yeah, it's true. It's Anna Maria, who's our uh, senior managing partner. It's Alfie. It's you know what I mean. Uh, Joey's there. Joey's our managing partner Shout as well. Joey too. Joey T live. Yeah. Joey T live. Do, do you think that's sustainable, long term? Yeah being oh, so for, involved oh, for me yeah for no you. fuck you a rod you better step it up and take <laughs> over the reins a rod well, well the thing is you have a lot of people around you that yeah. you've given a lot of power to yeah they have power yeah so are you like are, are you would you prepare to to pass it off to someone and then just oversee shit i think you're able to uh pass it off when you feel mm -hmm. comfortable like you know charles kabooth has a thousand venues you yeah. know what i mean he isn't hands-on in his places no mm -hmm. you know and uh same with Di Donato. Yeah, or or you look at like Grubman or uh, or even like a, a big chain like a Cactus Club or you know Earl's what Grubman still goes though. Yeah, he still shows up to his he places goes to all every of them, day. Bro. I know, I know. He, he goes, goes but to doesn't all of them. drink. He doesn't drink. Doesn't drink. No, but doesn't drink. I don't know how he does it. Doesn't drink. He's gotta be doing something. Yeah, I just I just wonder. He's gotta like, be doing something. I just wonder because I'm like I'm like nightlife. But seems so unsustain unsustainable from a lifestyle perspective. Yeah, but Grumman told he told me like he used to be a savage. Yeah, no, I and then he got to a point I think when he was forty four when he was my age, and he just stopped. Yeah, like cold turkey. I don't know the details, but yeah, do you think he'll ever stop drinking? Um, <laughs> that's a great, that's like, a great question. You, you know, <laughs> we're about to have a shot, by the way. I know, but it's so fun. Yeah, it's so fun. <laughs> it is, you know. It really and is. it's like to be in a social environment with good music and good vibes. Like you've done it for how long? Yeah. And yeah, you know, you you come along with me and you I'll see roll. that's just. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, it's, dude, it's only Wednesday. It's a movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking movie every time. Yeah. So okay, so you're just gonna keep drinking then. That's what we'll expect for from now. You. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. To that. Cheers to that. Nima, sorry. We used your, you we used your drink you as an ashtray. What is that? <coughs> siempre. What is that? Tequila. I know it's tequila. Siempre. What's siempre? It's a tequila. Siempre <laughs> tequila. No, no. It's, uh, it's, it's our boys. We know them. Okay. Yeah. 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 We Question for Peter G and Nima: What's the craziest shit or story you can share that's happened at your restaurant or clubs in Toronto or NYC? You go first. Okay. Well, <laughs> you're, the, you're the guest, brother. You're the main one. 
Shout out to my uh, old partner, Mike Morissette, who I used to own everything with in Vancouver. Okay. And uh, I was I was getting a little wild. I don't party in my places after hours. I don't take booze from the restaurants. I don't live that life like that. But I used to in my early 30s. <clears throat> and um, it got to a point where he set up the alarm system on his phone that every time the alarm went off late at night, he'd fucking like get on the cameras or call me or like show up, right? But he never showed up. It was like the second time it happened, right? Or the second time he had it uh, set up. So the alarm goes off on his phone at five in the morning and he lives in the fucking suburbs. Yeah. And he's just, I can picture him. I know him so well. I can picture him just driving in his car, fucking Gurgis, fucking Peter, just... <laughs> Gunning it down into the city, right? Yeah. And this is in our old bar, Pierre's. And he finally shows up, and he fucking rips open the door, and he runs in, and he goes, Peter! And I'm lying on the couch with Pamela Anderson and Carmen Electra. Stop! Yeah. <laughs> and he looks, I go, Mike, you want a drink? And he's like, okay. Pamela <laughs> Anderson, Carmen Electra. Yeah, uh, Pamela is a very old friend of mine. Nice. Yeah, she lives in Toronto, right? Uh, no, she's actually based in uh, on the island now in BC in Ladysmith. Oh, yeah, I thought she was in Toronto for. Yeah, I thought, what a lineup. Yeah, so Holy so fuck. the DJ spinning and just us on, in the room and another buddy of ours and um, is that the craziest story? Mm. The, I, the I, name I, drops are insane on that one. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> um, we used to have this big hedge fund guy who used to roll in from New York um, into Vancouver every. I don't know, every two months. And he holds a record for me as one guy who spent the most amount of money. He spent 85 grand one night. Oh my God. By himself. And he went into. Like he was by himself? Yeah. <laughs> we kicked everyone out of Pierre's and he was by himself and place runs with seven waitresses and he made them all stand on the bar and take their shoes off. And he literally bathed their feet and washed it like a biblical fucking movie, like Jesus <laughs> washing someone's feet with Dom Rosé. Yeah. He like dropped like ten bottles of Dom Rosé and washing their feet on the bar with the champagne. That was kind of like that's a sickle right there. That was kind of a weird thing to see. I've, like what the fuck? I've seen a lot teams, sporting teams. You seen any like t athletes do anything fuck? course yeah he obviously sure. get yeah. dropped them but yeah i guess like you, you ever know. like you ever like been out with them and then the next day they like have a have a fucking game or something and you're like yo oh my god there was one guy oh fuck if he didn't play in the league this year i'd tell this story it was yeah. about 10 years ago and we were back in vancouver it was in pierre's and and he's still he, in the league yeah he's in the league and he had his shirt off and it was 5 30 in the morning we kept the party going for him and uh, he was bugging out, and he was just like, "Fuck! I gotta scratch. I'm, I'm, I'm a scratch tomorrow, so I don't have to play." Yeah. So finally, get to bed, finally, seven a.m. Pass out all day, sleep all day. Finally, turn on the TV to watch the game. <laughs> and the first thing I see is this guy in the tunnel, fucking <laughs> pacing back and forth. What the fuck? He's dressed a guy that he, he took the place of a guy who got hurt in uh, uh, morning skates. Oh so he ended God. up having to play. He ended up having the best game of his fucking career. He scored two goals and three assists that day. Oh, my God. Yeah. Sometimes you just, like... It's a testament. Yeah. Well, a lot of these you hockey guys, these hockey players today, I don't say this because we're in Canada, they're fucking soft. The older guys used to, like... Play, there's a saying, play guilty. If you're playing guilty, you usually play better, right? And mm, guys on the road true. need to get out. And 
I don't know the teams. If you the teams that I've seen over the years that have become champions or top in the league are teams that party and go out together when they're on the road. Fuck. I'll tell you the St. Louis Blues, Colorado Avalanche, uh, even even the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, if you look at the teams that have won in the the late uh, 2015, 16, 17, 18, like those teams, Tampa Bay Lightning, perfect example. Yeah. That team. What a bunch of beauties. Just getting a fucking sauced. And they go out together. Like, they get off the bus. Mm. They get, get to the hotel, off the plane, bus, hotel. Everyone meet in the lobby right now. You, you know, I feel, like, I feel like it's a, bro- it's a brotherhood thing. Yeah. yeah. You know? And, and they're, they're tight off, off the ice and on the ice. And they win. And that builds camaraderie. And unfortunately, you know, your Toronto Maple Leafs have a little bit of division or have had a little bit of division. And I've tried to preach to the, to the young kids because they call me Uncle Peter in the NHL, actually. That's <laughs> my nickname. Is it? Oh, yeah. Nice. And I'm like, kids, you guys got to get out, have some fucking beers. Like, get out of your room, get off the fucking PlayStation, yeah. and go out, meet some fucking girls. Don't get a girlfriend. Yeah. Don't settle down at 23 years old. You're about to sign your $40 million contract. Yeah. Like, enjoy it. Enjoy mm. it because you're going to be 30-something... You have the rest of your life to live, and you're never gonna fucking be able to like. You have you the rest of your again, too. You'll never be able to do that again in your twenties. You know, so you're, you're telling them like, let's let's party. I'm like, not even like, go on the road. And if you're in New York, I say go see this guy, or go see Noah, or go see like whoever it is. Yeah. When you're in Miami, I'm sending you guys up for dinner at Poppy Steak. Yeah. Or when you're in LA, like you have to go here, or here, mm. and I try and and Vegas too. Vegas, Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. They're scared. The thing about working in nightlife is that, like, you get all these, like, crazy uh, stories, right? I know, it's crazy, because I bet we all have them. Yeah. Especially with, like, the celebrities. I know, like, for example, in New York, um, if I were to say, I see the question, what's the craziest celeb story? Yeah. I remember, this is really showing my age, but I remember about 15 years ago in New York, one night in particular, a very famous celebrity uh, wanted me to fuck her. Nice. Uh, and I'm not going to say her name. You can say the name, though. Uh, but it was Kim Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> and, but then I couldn't fuck her because uh, she said my uh, dick was too big. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, that's, so that's, okay, well, how did she know your dick was too big? It's a long story. <laughs> you know, that's a PG, so PG rated, you know what yeah. I mean? She gets, but yeah, but I've had some pretty crazy situations. I remember being in Brazil with uh, Jeremy Piven. He came. This is noted. You could fact check it. it was Jeremy on, Piven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he came with me at the party Gold. in Brazil. Where, yeah, where, where? In Floripa. At a, oh, yeah, at a, wow. I was doing parties at a nightclub called Confiera. And back then, I actually met Nina Agadell, Logan, Logan Paul's now fiance wife. Yeah. Are you yeah, one of yeah. those pictures? One of those paparazzi pictures? No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> I think I saw it on your profile, I think actually. That's one of you, right? No, no, no. But, but, but real talk, real talk. And I don't really know Logan Paul, and I don't know about Dylan Danis or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I will say that uh, she was very nice in person. And um, I had an ex-girlfriend, uh, Christine Zanman, and Nina Aguilar, they would often compete a lot for, for uh, you know, fashion jobs in New York. And um, uh, Nina, Nina was very nice, man. Uh-huh. She's actually, yeah, she had a reputation, I guess you could say. For what, there's some degree out. Maybe there's some truth there. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna do defamation of character, or slander. But I will say she had some sort of reputation. Yeah, as a whole. I'm not saying anything like that, you know, because you know this was like 10 years ago. 
You know what yeah, I'm saying? You could be a whole ten years ago. No, I know, I know, but I'm just saying, like, but <laughs> oh, she God. was nice. Yeah, mom, but, please don't watch this. Yeah, she, she, she was nice. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. She, she, she genuinely was nice, and I feel sort of bad that she's getting slammed like that. Right but now, she's you, getting slammed pretty bad. But too. let me, but let me ask you guys a question because we we talked about this on a, on a different pod. If you found yourself in Logan Paul's situation, where like you're with this girl, yeah, you know that she has some sort of notoriety, some fame to some extent. And you can imagine she's obviously you're not getting her as a fucking virgin. The reality is that, but you come to find out because there's no way he knew about all these guys. Let me just say something. As you get older, everyone's lived their life. Yeah, you know, and your past is your past. But when's the past? When is the past too but much? But you can't. You can't go into the whole double standard thing as like a guy and a girl. Like if a girl had a past. Yeah. If anything, if a girl has a past, she's probably cooler than fucking any, most of the other girls. Okay. You know what I mean? Because she's been been around and enjoyed her life and, you know, knows. Okay, okay. okay. I think you're, I think, no, okay, hold on. No, but you're not going to marry her. I, I mean, listen. No, hold on. You're saying this because you probably have a crazy body count. That's why you're like, fuck, <laughs> no, how can I somebody fuck Somebody asked this? that. Somebody no, just <laughs> asked that. They go, what's your, what's your body count for four digits? I what's go, your kill count? Okay, but I'm 44, and I've been single for majority of my time, so my kill no, count... Like, <laughs> but, no, but the thing is, I don't even think girls care about the kill count yeah, of guys. But do guys have to care about the kill count they of do, girls? They do, though. They do. Uh, for me, I'm at that point, though, where it's like... <laughs> okay, a thousand dudes? No, but no on. girl can physically take down a thousand, dude. That's twenty years. We've, inter we've interviewed girls yeah. that have done that. I, okay. I, I, I would say that you know what, because you're, you're in your twenties, you just turned thirty. Yeah. Yeah. The producers are laughing. Mid forties, I think once you give, I think that forties is a point where you you sort of uh, you become a little bit more empathetic, man, because everybody's been around. Yeah, you know but that's saying? what I mean. And being in the industry as well, oh, I'm telling you. How much you, though? How much? Like, what's the come limit on? There's got to be a limit. Because your baseline, your baseline is still like you're 26. Your baseline is still Peter, like a 17 year old virgin. Christ. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 18 year old virgin, right? No, but like, for him and I, we've seen, we've been, we've gone. Yeah, that. like no, you no, know. No, listen. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Even guys at my age should expect a fucking virgin. I think that's unrealistic. Who wants to date a virgin anyways? No, I, well, yeah, 100%. percent like bus for Peter. <laughs> but, like, but like, what's yeah, maybe in plus. one year? Come on, bro. But like, Fuck Gabby. On. Let's go, buddy. Give me some credit. Yeah, for real. Show that wouldn't respect. bother you guys? <laughs> that wouldn't bother you guys as Logan Paul in that as situation? As you start getting older, the, the, there's some good quality girls out there yeah. that if they've had a pass, they've had a pass. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you can't judge them for that. If they're a good quality girl, like if they're smart. A hundred plus. I, I mean. A hundred plus. Bro. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of girls also that haven't had that many partners yeah. just because they couldn't. Yeah. I mean, she had it. She, she, she was in 10 years ago. She looked good, man. 15 years ago. She looked, but there's a lot, but there's a lot of girls too. Yeah. Like the, that are stuck in relationships too. A lot of them are, but, I don't know. I, I I wouldn't judge a girl on her so past. So 100, 100 plus, you're okay. As long as she's cool and everything else. 100, 100 plus. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Okay. But how old is she? <laughs> she's, yeah. she's 24 with 100 plus. Yeah. No, no, no. She's That's old. physically not possible, is it? Yeah, yeah. Or is it? How about, how about you, Nina? I want to say real quick though, Nina Aguilar, no bullshit, man. <laughs> still no, no bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I need another yeah, shot of tequila. Yeah, let's, let's go. go. Let's go. I'm telling you, bro. Ten, fifteen years ago, she was bad even in a in a party full of actresses mm -hmm. and supermodels. Yeah, she yeah. was she legitimately stood out? bad. Knew she how to work out. a room. She, she stood out. Yeah, she worked out. She, yeah, but you, in New York standard nightclub. I'm yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. Right? Which is no, no, no. You're talking top, top of the. You're talking top of the. Like now, she's the world. Now she's like forty. 
right? 35, I don't know. But back then, when she was in her early 20s or teenage years, she was legitimately, you know, I was Because you, 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 you like your, you like your uh, European shorties, eh? I like, uh, you know, I always wanted to get a Persian girlfriend. I never did. Uh, oh, my God. Some not? of the most beautiful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Per- yeah. Shout out to all the Persian women. Shout I dated Persian a Persian women. woman uh, earlier this year. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> fucking my women. I'm so proud of it. But, but, okay, so <laughs> Shit. living in Vancouver 17 years, 25% of the population is Persian, yeah. and they're fucking loaded. 25%? Mm. It's, it's either you're Chinese, Persian, yeah. East Indian, or white in Vancouver. That's, That's it. it. And the Persian women, they come from money, they're fucking gorgeous, but they're the most insane, toxic, craziest women. They'll yeah, fucking yeah. T- pull your heart out. Mm. Like in, uh, what's the what's the video game? Where Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat, where yeah. they pull your heart out, fucking yeah. step on it right yeah. in front of you. Ah. They'll destroy you. I feel bad for Persian guys. Yeah, man, that's, I, I, I want to train, yeah, one of my good friends, uh, you know, he was, a, he was a male model, he was for Givenchy and Ford and everything, and he had a Persian girlfriend, mm. and he would ask me for it, and she was walking all over him, I never seen him, <laughs> See? I mean, really, she was walking yeah, all yeah. over him, and I, and I said to her, I'm like, man, you gotta be careful, because the fathers in the Middle Eastern, and I would say also the Mediterranean culture, they're, they're very passionately, like, in love with their daughter, you know, yeah. it's yeah. very, very affectionate, you yes. know? You know, it's, it's very hands-on, and 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 I think that then the daughter grows up, and and you know, she she's she she's her standards are high. Yeah. And I think with the Persians, especially that came to the United States, because a lot of the well-off, educated ones didn't come to the United States or Canada, and the ones that or Germany for for that matter, where I live. Mm. But 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 they spoil their daughters so much that it's like the baseline is so high yeah. that any it's it's almost like crazy you know like, I like that though but i've never seen high standards i've high never standards. seen a they culture i've never seen a culture where mm-hmm. a woman in that culture carries themselves with that much yes. like class no, you're and right. standard right yeah, like yeah, they, yeah yeah i mean i'm, I'm i want to raise my daughter you know i tell my daughter already is I, your I'm wife persian she's german Okay. I'm not in. I'm Jewish. Oh, what is she? No, German. German. Is she full German? No one's German. No one's German anymore. No one's German. This guy better watch himself. No, bro. no, no. Jesus deep Christ, Ger- like German to the point where the land that they've had, uh, her grandma has the Nazi, uh, you know, logo on her birth certificate. Wow. That 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 strong. That German. German purebred. I'm married you know, to a Jew. Married to a Jew. Wow. And an Iranian. Persian. A Persian Jew. <laughs> yeah, in Germany. <laughs> Holy you know shit. That's fucked. Yeah, when yeah. you put it down. And way, an American. American, American Persian Jew. Yeah. Shit out of them. Yeah, you know, yeah, we yeah. destroyed Germany with yeah. the British and everybody else. You know, English, but I'm just saying, we, you know. It's man, you, like, really, you really wanted to fuck shit up, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, a Persian American <laughs> Jew dating yeah. a Nazi German. Yeah. German. yeah. yeah. Well, you Married know, to a German. But you know what, though? beautiful. No, but so, I, what a love story. Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But, you know, in Germany, it's actually quite liberal man in yeah 100 yeah, 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 yeah. 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 they welcome that. foreigners like mm. you know i would say the restaurants that are by the way i don't like what are the most popular restaurants in toronto because like in germany i say italian spanish turkish greek indian uh, japanese these are like the most popular yeah, yeah. Was it like that here? i think i think the good thing sorry to cut you off no, i no, think no, the no, good no. thing about toronto more than anywhere else in canada is you can get any type of cuisine yeah, and exactly. have really good restaurants too, yeah. at, at a really good high level restaurants, authentic. And it's really cool because those authentic restaurants are in neighborhoods, even with like the street signs in their language, That's like crazy. the languages, yes. the street signs, like yeah. Greek town, yeah. little India, yeah. little Italy, Portuguese area. Yeah, where's like little a, India? Uh, Gerard East. Brampton. How to peep that. Oh, that's, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. Hold on, we got a question, question for Peter right here. 
Thanks, Andre. If you had to start from the beginning in 2023, what steps would you take and would you still choose Toronto? 2023. So has a new venue. Only. I mean, tw- 2023, I'm trying to expand to the U.S. Yeah. And Miami's next. But, but so. if you started today, you had nothing. Started yeah. all over today. I'd be Toronto. You'd yeah. still be I'd Toronto? I'd still be Toronto. Yeah. Because yeah. my roots are here. It's still in Canada. A lot you of know, network here. I, I still had a base here when I started. So, uh-huh. yeah, I'd still do Toronto. Do you look at it as like um, big fish, small pond kind of thing? That's what I looked at Vancouver. And then now it's starting to look like that in Toronto. Yeah. So your next place, Miami? Yeah, I want to I be in the U.S., tax-free yeah, no baby. bullshit rules like you know i'm telling you with all this covid bullshit talk yeah. happening again i think again. i think vancouver's or uh miami or south florida is going to get another resurgence of new york and and dem states California, and yeah, yeah and uh, canadians from montreal i don't you know i don't know you know you talk about taxes i don't Toronto. know I, yeah. I, I mean i'm just saying entrepreneur and entrepreneur you talk about taxes i don't yeah. know how the taxes are how people, I don't know how people in Canada uh, cheat on their taxes legally, but back in America, you know, we have a tax code mm-hmm. and which very few entrepreneurs know the actual loopholes. So yeah. for example, my, my CEO friends, they know how to get free luxury vehicles, like yeah. G-Wagons and stuff. Okay. And basically, you, all you have to do is say it's uh, business equipment. And if it's a business vehicle, and then through Section 179 of the tax code um, or business depreciation, you can literally ex- put that as right an expense. Off. Yeah, write off yeah. the entire full purchase price of that acquisition and then uh, against your you know, business revenue that year, permitted you have business revenue that year. Uh, so like, let's say you want- It's wanna, the same here. Yeah, so let's say you want to take out yeah. a bitch and you want to put her in your G-Wagon, take her out to eat, you could just say it's promoting your lifestyle, mm. which is in turn promoting you can, your business. You can write stuff off here. You just got to be smart about it. There, there, there's uh, The best thing was, uh, it keeps on coming up on, on, on my feed when Donald Trump was um, uh, debating Hillary Clinton and she said, this guy doesn't pay his taxes. He goes, I don't yeah. pay my fucking taxes the way your donors don't pay your taxes. Yeah. And I enjoy the same tax loopholes and benefits that they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't fucking come yeah, at me yeah, like yeah. that. Like, but, but it's nothing illegal. Yeah. You'll learn how to play and the game. And you just got to know how to do it. Yeah, you just got to play the game. Whether yeah. you're left or right, whatever you are, you're going to you're that's, gonna that's, do everything you can and not pay fucking tax and put it in your pocket so you can spend it on yourself. But imagine, imagine being in a place where you didn't even have to do that much work. yeah but then, but then you could talk about florida where there's no state tax that's yeah. what i'm saying or dubai where yeah. there's zero income tax yeah. at all yeah so like i wonder about these places i'm like yeah here we got to be smart about it so go like, back to what you're trying to say is instead of you um paying yourself where then if you can pay yourself in dubai and and florida you can pay yourself whatever you want to pay yourself and not pay tax on it yeah i mean think about it like yeah. this and actually it is real like Alpha King rule number 612, which is a real man doesn't cheat on anything except the system. I like that. You know, if you understand the tax code, you understand the loopholes. For example, section 179. I mean, you really got people that are offsetting these things with, mm. you know, 300, you know, it's really expensive car, like G-Wagons. There was something yeah. with the G-Wagon, though. I remember. But the weight. The weight, the weight of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I see that. Off as like Section a, 179. Tax yeah. code. <laughs> and it's or, and or business depreciation. Yeah. And it's the full purchase price of that acquisition, mm-hmm. but 
It's important. It is actually used 100% for business purposes. Yeah. And then you write it off against. Even here when you do your, even here when you do your insurance, they actually ask you how often do you drive it to work? And you just say, I drive it to work every day and I drive it home. And then that's it. Right. And then just go straight back at home. And they literally ask that and you're like, I drive it home after work and I drive to work in the morning. They're like, you don't stop anywhere else. I'm like, no, I don't stop anywhere else. They're like, Okay, check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah you, you idiot. It. I don't stop at the fucking store to buy fucking eggs. I don't stop at the store to go buy fucking clothes. I don't You're go a on a Sunday. I don't go for a drive up north. Like, yeah, yeah. idiots. So, yo, when, when COVID hit, the hospitality here got really fucked. Like, really bad. Like, worse than, like, well, everything, everything got fucked. No, no. Right? Be, be specific. During the pandemic, we were actually completely blackout, shut down yeah. 455 days. There you go. That's oh, the math. Wow. That is, yeah, you, you would, would know the know, number, right? You would know oh, the I know number. every day. Yeah. So, first of all, congrats on surviving. Thank yeah, you. Congrats, um, opening, and opening up the biggest restaurant <laughs> yeah, in the city wait, at the opened, same time. You opened Purple up Heart. the biggest restaurant yeah. in the city yeah. during COVID. Yeah. And it's been super successful. Um, what's, what, are you, what are your steps if they bring back lockdowns? Um, I hope that, and this is a message to anybody that's listening, I hope that you actually have the balls to not bend over for what... Yep. The government's going to do. I yep. have obviously, I have like some ties with some people and, you know, with all this rumbling coming up, I'm like, yo, what the fuck's going to happen? Like, what are you guys going to do? Yeah. And the Ford government's definitely leaning towards never letting this ever happen again to us. They never were in a position, they were never in a position to stay firm on their beliefs of not shutting down, but they had no choice. Um, but I think uh, I think hopefully the general public. It's all what general public thinks. Yeah. If general public thinks we should shut down, the government's going to listen to them because it's all about fucking votes. At the end of the day, it's never about your about oh safety or vaccination. It's about what fucking the people that are going to mm-hmm. vote for me to put me in power next think. Yeah. So did did you ever talk you- about this stuff like on, on social media? I'm not sure. I I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it from you, but I'm curious. Um, you're an anti-vaxxer or what? Yeah, you know what? That's like <laughs> basically yeah. that's what I'm trying to fucking ask here. Yeah, you know that's like the one subject I just am so indifferent. Yeah. Okay. You don't care? I just I'm in a fucked up position, man, because yeah. I live in Germany. I'm an American. My dad lives here in Canada. I know I'm gonna have to get it, or I won't be able to come visit. Yeah. I'm just in a fucked up position, so I, it's almost like I don't want to know because yeah. I know I'm getting fucked either way. True. Mm. You know I am saying? not anti or pro i don't give a fuck yeah i just care about your personal right to make your own decision yes, yes. that's which it we didn't have yeah. which we didn't which have. we didn't have it's my right to make a living it's my right to earn a living yeah it's in our isn't it our charter rights of freedom well, no something like that think about like all, all your employees too dude I, I i there was nights where i'd sit in the restaurant dark restaurants empty and i'm by myself and i'm fucking crying or i go yeah. home and cry for my staff yeah it's fucked who have kids who have and i i ended up like kind of rallying and i kind of gathered all my managers i said hey listen if you make 80 90 100 grand a year everyone's coming to work all the management senior management and i'm going to pay you a thousand bucks a week 52 grand a year and you're going to come in work monday to friday 11 is five let's just prepare for reopening and just keep ourselves busy so we still have that yeah. That drive, that yeah. that routine mm-hmm. that routine in our yeah. life, <clears throat> and I think the the fact that when they took away routine, I think that's like one of the worst things that well, our fuck government. With people. Could, fuck yeah, with people. The, and even still to this day now, you have and it was in a transition of 
this new generation of people. Now these guys don't want to go back to fucking work. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So working yeah, two, yeah. three days in an office and they work from home. Bro, and, don't get, don't get and, and I have all a crazy these people, rant about this. No, but all these people, you, you talk about the big companies like Brookfield, Oxford, Cadillac Fairview, the ones that own all the towers downtown. They're now sitting with some of the biggest law firms or biggest uh, accounting firms that have seven, eight, ten floors that are paying quarter mil, half a mil a month in rent. And they're sitting empty still to this day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're like, okay, so what do we do with the place? So now these buildings have to, these towers, they have to realize, they have to figure out what am I going to do now with these vacant spaces? Now this land and this tenant wants to take a quarter or half, right? But man, there's literally empty towers. The, 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 work, the work from home thing, yeah, bro. I rant about this all the time on social media. I'm driving here. It's like 10 o'clock. I'm driving. Come in from Lakeshore. I turn in off Strawn. And I'm like, I can count over a hundred people jogging and another hundred people walking their dogs yeah. at 10 a.m., 10 30 yeah. a.m. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck do you guys do for work? Does no one work here? The traffic is insane in the city. It's the worst it's ever been. Yeah. It's the worst I've ever seen. I've yeah. traveled all over the world, but get on the road at 8 a.m., 9, 9 a.m. There's nobody Nobody's on the road. There. You get on the road at fucking 11, 1, 12, 2, yeah, yeah, oh, you're fucked. you're fucked. You try and get out of the city after one or two, or no? Dude, any any time really after like like you said after eight a.m. it's fucked. Kids, go back to work, please. Yeah. So please. did you ever have a thought that you would shut down your venues? Never. Not even during the pandemic. Never. No. Never. I fucking I knew that I was gonna reopen, and what happened was so during the first lockdown when we prepared so many times to reopen, and I invested one time it was like twenty five grand in fucking food and labor. And then we weren't, we didn't get to go ahead to open. And then it happened again. And then uh, summer hits and I'm like, okay, the, 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 uh, the restrictions are dropping a little bit. We didn't have to put plexi everywhere. Yeah, Masks yeah. weren't a thing. And I'm like, you know what? It's time to open up a new restaurant. And I was trying, actually, I was supposed to sign a deal on a financial district deal. I was supposed to sign the deal March 17th, whatever the Monday was. And I called, um, the agents that I was doing the deal with. And I said, listen, let's just wait for the Trudeau announcement to go through. And then, you know, we'll, uh, we'll meet after that. And then mm -hmm. obviously Trudeau shut the thing down. And I said, I'm not going down to financial district, but I still wanted to find something. I ended up finding for your eyes only. Yes. So I did the deal for that October 1st, 2020 <laughs> to open up free rise only. I remember well, fucking two weeks later, they shut everything down yeah, again. Yeah. Yeah, we so, got fucked here. We got really so I'm like, okay, here. whatever, no problem. I'm still going to build the restaurant. And then by the time I'm done building it, it ended up being instead of, I had eight months free rent. Okay. And I'm taking me 18, mo 18 months to build it, 10 months longer because we were closed, non-essential construction. During, oh, yeah. during COVID, you order a fucking light bulb. Instead of a week, it takes fucking three months. <laughs> wood, price of wood jumped up 10, 10, point, 10 times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, trying to find somebody to work. Everything was a fucking disaster. So what ended up happening, I ended up opening up 18 months, which, thank God, was when all the restrictions were dropped. But I swear to God, if they come up with a fucking they're hint talking, of a restriction... They're talking about it, though. That's the problem. Is that Tam, that yeah, Tam bitch? She's not even a bitch. What is, a like, whatever, whatever she is, it doesn't matter. She's a devil. She's a devil. And you, think I, she, you think she has a high body count? <laughs> yeah, death. Can we pull up, Tam, pull up Tam for a second? Tam, Tam. Dr. Tam. Show, show, show you guys Do you know Tam? Dr. Yo, we Tam have the video there. We have the video there. Yeah, there should be one for Tam. Who is she? She's she's a the medical. She's our um, Fauci for the uh, country. She's our Fauci. She's a fucking loser. Let's see, let's let's see who can guess her body count. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say 
Probably one. One. Her, 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 his husband. Her husband. It's on. Uh, it's on Six Buzz. It's on Six Buzz, Jay. Yeah. I give her uh, six buzz. Hey, six buzz. Can you uh, unblock me, please? No, are you blocked? Love you guys. For real? Yeah. Why? What the fuck did you do? Uh, You're just blasting them? I never blasted. I don't blast anyone. <laughs> I don't believe that. For what? a second, I don't believe that. Six buzz is like the biggest, like six buzz is like yeah. TMZ of oh, Toronto. Yeah. It's like one of those. What? What? Uh, speaking of body count, Ernesto, what would be the highest body count you would take? That I would take? Yeah. For this damn chick? Yeah. yeah. Or just in general. Like for, How old for, is she? for a wife, yeah, for a wife. Oh, for a wife. Would you even ask that? We had this conversation. Well, like, I, I, it's one of those things you did. Don't you wanna... ask your wife how many guys yeah, she's yeah, how, how many that? how many guys she's fucked? How, how many that? dicks she sucked? <laughs> Have you ever asked her that? It's uh, <laughs> a good question. <laughs> You're gonna uh, ask her. What, ask her. Ask her now. Well, no, you go first. No, you go first. Okay, hold on. Let's watch this. Okay, we're gonna watch this first. That's her. Government ministers are, are not now. Most MPs are not. Most people on the street are not masking. Is is there any specific guidance on that going forward at, at this point? I hate this point. Just as a follow-up, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I just wanted to take note. You're, you're so masking, next. which is lovely to see, of course, but most government ministers are, are not now. Most MPs are not. Most people... Yes, Teresa Tam. So um, it is a layer of protection. We hope people What's develop that? the habit to be able to use masks as needed during the respiratory season, not just for. But the now COVID they're calling it respiratory season. Season, respiratory infection season. Joey T. Live. He's cut. With the N9 or N69, what's it called? An uptake. He what, said, M15? Which one it is? M16. <laughs> the M16. Yeah, give me one of those. There, there have been cases around, um, you know, my, even my work colleagues. So uh, that's one of the reasons uh, why we are wearing masks today. What a puppet. Shut the fuck up, dude. Shut the fuck up. The you know what, diapers. though? Okay, but hold on. I mean, my, I, my number, by the way, by the way, I would say 15. And it goes up every time someone asks me now. Should, should, it, should it matter what the body count of a woman is? I think at the end of the day, can she suck cock? Yeah. <laughs> but if she has a, a body, question. but if she has a body count <laughs> over three, she's not going to, but okay. She's but, a hoe. No, you but should leave her. <laughs> Yeah, but how's she going to know how to suck dick? You, you want her to practice on you? Like, she has to have a few of them in her past and know yeah. how to do it. Well, that's the thing about the lockdowns, man, that's really, really, really crazy. <laughs> oh, running back. No, that's the that's thing about crazy. the lockdowns that's that are crazy. really crazy because I actually love working from home Yeah. because it makes it a lot easier uh, to get a blowjob on your break. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to have a shot after that, bro. <laughs> Cheers. I, can't even, bro, I, can't even breathe, bro. I got this awkwardness, bro. I don't know. It's no, nothing awkward. Are, it just, you know, you're just, you're just yeah, it was what float was floating your belly. But, but <laughs> you actually said something about when you wake up in the morning, what you need from your woman, right? Yeah. We have. Yo, we have the video. You have the video. I sent you Nima. The one I just uh, I yeah. saw this shit. I saw this video. I sent it to Ernesto, <laughs> man. It was crazy. Oh, I drink too much to kill it. No, it's only two. Yeah, it was a big shot I poured myself. <laughs> uh, fuck. 
Okay, I mean, for me, kill count, no one asked, but I'll tell you guys anyways. <laughs> no, we need to know. To wife yeah, her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To wife name? her? Yeah. It's got to be five below. What? Wow. Mm-hmm. Shit. I'm going to wow. be honest, yeah. You got to find someone like... Because I got like... That's 18. <clears throat> I can't Wait, how old are you? I'm 27. Oh, fuck. You need to wait until... I'll ask you that question when you're 37, <laughs> yeah. bro. How old are you? Uh, yeah, 30, 30. Oh, boy. Oh, I got a girl. I got a girl. Yeah. Like, okay, like, what's oh, your really? kill count? Hers? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll, t- I'll actually tell you. I'll actually tell you. Fucking name. She had sex one time before me. Wow. One time. We got to kill him. <laughs> We're gonna have to kill him. Um, Look, man, the fuck. thing is, is once and, you get, I, once listen, you get listen, older, you have to le- like, there's a lot of teaching involved. Yes, for sure. There's a lot of teaching involved, but it's like any, it's like anything good in life. Oh, right. I see where you're going yeah. now. Well, well, keep going. Listen, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta train. I'm trying to teach. I'm you gotta trying to work yeah. hard. So I'm, now it's like, do you want your bitch training with multiple dicks? I'm trying to teach 400 people how to do a job run this in my company. Up. I don't got time to teach one more when I get home. Yeah, that's fair. No, that, I understand. For you, that. Eh? I understand. This that. one's for you now. Hold on. I seen this bitch. Hold on. I seen this. Oh, yeah. Waking up early to go to work. He deserves some. If he's waking wow. up early to go okay. to work, Nima, talk to he me. He deserves some. So what are you seeing here? Yeah. If he's waking up early to go to work, work. He deserves some. Yeah. So that is? right, that right there is the key reason why I am successful. Yeah. <laughs> um, every, unlike all of you guys, yeah. I say this respectfully, every morning I wake up to a nice, warm blowjob <laughs> on my cock. And when I was in college, I had a girlfriend who before every exam would give me a blowjob. Mm. And she actually helped me ace all of my courses yeah. with all Bs. <laughs> and that, that, was, that, was actually, that was actually when I realized how intricate it is for a man to get a daily blowjob and for all of us men to achieve prosperity and success. Yes. And uh, that's actually Alpha King rule number 612.2, which is... <laughs> It doesn't matter how perky the tit or how fat the ass. If your bitch isn't sucking your dick every morning, you're losing. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, no, listen, I agree, bro. I have to agree, bro. Like, I have to agree. I think I read that in the Bible, too, which is crazy. <laughs> I think I've seen I'm that saying, also. Bro. I think that's one of like God's, like, in the... To, for your man, yeah, but okay, but, like, but let's let's actually let's 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 die let's dissect that for a second. Yeah. Life after a blowjob, it could be different. Is <laughs> is a life worth living? Would you agree? Put it like this, man. Like, if your woman's not taking care of you and being stingy with the pussy, mm. why would you even want to marry her? That's that's an indication. Yeah, yeah of course, of course. That's that's yeah. obviously that's an obvious. No. But yeah, I can't wait. Wait, so I'll be when I'm sixty years old. Yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be forty two. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and we're gonna, like we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna come back yeah. and we're gonna ask you the same questions you were asking me. And, and I'm gonna we'll like, see those yo, hundreds good, bro. Whatever. <laughs> She's like three dicks at one time. Oh, whatever. She's so sweet. Her parents are nice. Okay, okay. Well, because then, because then we we had this we had this conversation too, where it was like, okay, 
let's say his number he said was 15, right? Was it was a was a body count? But like, but could, have, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I just say that no, no, I no, 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 because I said five two weeks ago. Okay, but now you're 15. Let's just keep you at 15 yeah. for a second. What would you say in high school though? What, what would the Ernesto say? I wouldn't give a fuck. No, but no, I would have gave less of a fuck in high school. Yeah, but, yeah, me too. But, but here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I would have looked for okay, someone with no, a lot no, of kills. No, Neiman, let me ask you a question. <laughs> let me just ask to get the experience. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> let's say you you're like, okay, my girl, her kill count is, I don't know, let's just say 15. Let's stick with that number, 15. And you're like, yeah, I could handle that. I could handle 15. What if it was 15 all at once? Shit, man. Does that change anything for you? God. Hey, by the way, I thought I was supposed to come on this podcast and talk about business. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how we got here. This affects business. It does affect business. I was supposed to be talking about my plans, my new businesses, (laughs) what I've gone through. Does that make a difference? (laughs) (laughs) Does that that, that affect anything? Would that affect it? I knew a girl, man. I knew a girl, uh, and her dad was really, you know, she's just like top of the line, mm. man. Went to expensive elite private school, worked as an investment banker at JP Morgan. Mm. I would have married her, man, and she had bad incidences getting gangbanged. Oh, Jesus and, uh, Christ. No, but it oh, fucked no. her up psychologically. Oh. That's fucked. And I'm not going to say her name. I, I mean, this is a true story. And, um, but it can fuck a woman. What's up, a gangbang? Two or two, three plus? No, it's three, plus. three plus. It's three plus. Yeah. So two, yeah. is it? I always said, a, a threesome, a threesome, yeah, is a is a beautiful experience between two women and a man. Yeah, uh, a, a, a two on one is two guys and a girl. Yeah, there's, not, there's no threesome. There's no menage a trois between two guys and a and a girl. No, 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 no. no. You know, you know what, man. To add to your point about how they might view it when they get in their forties. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I want to add one layer to that. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that, bro. Appreciate that. Yeah, and I would say that once you have a daughter. Yes. That, that really, like, yes. you're probably going to get a daughter. Yeah, for sure. A lot of women. God's you know going to give me a daughter, like, 100%. Like, yeah. like, like it's, <laughs> I know. I, I wanna it's ba- inevitable. I wager yeah. with you, bro. You're getting a daughter. You know what I'm saying? Because I did. Yeah. yeah. And, and then it then you'll start thinking about all the women you fucked. Yeah. And they just came over, you fucked them, you got them out. Then you start thinking about it, maybe. I know I did, where I'm like, man, she might have actually really liked me. No matter how my, how nice you were to her, you took care of her taxi, you took care of her Uber, you were polite, you were a gentleman, everything. But you still, you know, got some pussy and you got her to leave. And she was maybe in love with you, mm-hmm. you know? And 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 I and now I weighs on me because I never want another man to do anything like that to my daughter. Yeah, you know that's that's where it probably gets fucked up. Fucks you fucking dis- now. Nah, oh, I sure. fucking destroy. Okay, but well, let, yeah. let me ask you guys the party. I've seen so many of my friends at my age who or I've grown up with, and they were like complete dogs growing up or in their twenties and thirties, and they have a daughter, and it's just like, wow, they got the AK forty seven. Yeah. They got the fucking the like the tracking device on her car. Like yeah, it's yeah. crazy. I would say once I had a daughter, the like it was like the equivalent of like you're at a nightclub, ton of bitches, but then like the lights turn on, the music stops. Yeah. Like when I have, I can never look at women the same. You want to hear yeah. something crazy? You want to hear something? That's why really, you're all nice and respectful. Yeah. Now. You want to hear something yeah, really yeah, crazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. You want to hear something crazy? Yeah. Adrian can, t- can attest to this. So uh, a couple of uh, months ago, this older, beautiful Eastern European woman shows up to the restaurant. Fuck, that's my style. She's like probably in her late forties, right? Oh, Christ, that's and, and I'm like, wow, this woman's beautiful. Like, but she looks familiar. Like, where do I know her from? Where do I know this woman from? Yeah. So we start talking, and she's there celebrating her daughter's nineteenth birthday. Holy fuck! 
And her daughter is an absolute rocket too. Yeah. yeah. And I'm looking at her. I'm like, how the fuck do I know this woman? And we start connecting the dots. We hooked up. Wow. In 2001. Shit, man. Wow. Her daughter was born. The year after. Like shortly after. Yeah. So I'm like trying oh. to like, come on. So. Wait a second. She looked like you? It's, no, no. The girl looked nothing like me. But it was an ongoing joke. And we still can actually laugh about it to this day because they come into the restaurant on a regular basis. Yeah, and blah, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah. She's 48, 49. Yeah. And so she's six years older than me. Five years older than me. So I was always in my early 20s. I was always with older women. Yeah. But uh, you know what's a funny thing? When you're in your early 20s, all you do is want to get older like us so you yeah. can be with girls that we wanted to hook up with when we were yes. in our 20s. Yes. Yeah. Because the girls in their 20s don't look at you in your 20s. I know. Because they look at the guys at their 30s. They look at their 30s, they 30s and 40s. Rich, yeah. Yeah. Money. money. You can take care of them. Like, that was yeah. always a thing. But and then I was we like, get to the 30s, 40s, then we look at the 20s. But that's what. But that's yeah. what I mean, and yeah. that's that's like. So the, so I was always dating older. So anyways, so we ended up. We we actually have become like rekindled like our friendship. Yeah. And like she's a great person, and the daughter now, and going back to what I wanted to, having a daughter. I'm at that fucking age. The last like I don't know, eight nine years, where my friends that are older than me, friends that are my age. They're like, hey, Peter, I have my daughter. It's her 19th birthday. Damn. That's crazy. She wants to come to your restaurant. Yeah. I'm like, bro, I was in the hospital when she was fucking born. Yeah, time flies. I haven't baby. seen her since. Yeah. Or I was at, like, I knew when, you know, you had her communion or whatever. Or my son, even my son, like, even it's my son's 19th or whatever. So now I'm taking care of these fucking kids. Yeah. And seeing them, it's a trip. It's a trip. Yeah. That's one of the trippiest things in my like world right now. Yeah, like seeing your friends' kids come out to. Yeah, because you don't even think of the time. Yeah, you don't think about the time how it passed. Until twenty yeah. years is gone. You literally right? blinked, and now it's like that kid's in university in Toronto, moving from Vancouver. Yeah, you so, know. So you, no, go 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 go. <laughs> no, no, I was just gonna say. No, I was gonna, on a on a real note, like you talk about. You know, being in the nightclubs, you see like yeah. people that are 19 that you knew them from when they were babies, and you remember that, right? Yeah. What's What's even another layer to this is like when you start seeing your parents get older. Mm. Yeah. Right. Like you start seeing your dad maybe yeah. not walk as fast. He can't walk as long. Maybe your mom, you can see the wrinkles in her face. Yeah. As fucking like facing mortality when I look at my morbidity I see that and it fucking shakes me up but then yeah. at the same point I got a daughter it's like brand new life coming yeah, and, then yeah. I, yeah. and then I feel like now finally I am finally middle age I feel like I'm literally yeah. in that middle age point of my life where I'm seeing my parents get older wrinkled not able to walk as much my dad my mom yes but wrinkled yeah. then my daughter's just coming in and then I'm literally facing the, the, the things you start facing in your 40s like hey are you going to get a colonoscopy you know, are you going to start oh my God. all of this shit? You know, yes, 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 I, I, I just got my first one. You want to hear the irony? You want to hear the irony? I got my first one yeah. on Valentine's Day at Women's General Hospital. Wow. <laughs> what the tickle? fuck? <laughs> little booty That's tickle. crazy. Bro. No, they put the tube, the fucking, the, the camera goes all the way through. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're still, and you're lying on your side, but you're like kind of like, conscious but not and, all, yeah. and it's like you can see it but you can feel it but you can't but it's going through your whole intestines it's like yeah how far how long what's the stat on that's your true. intestines what is it? how many miles is it yeah you know what i mean <laughs> it's Literally like this. fucking miles. <laughs> let, let me let me ask you guys a, a question now that speaking about kids quickly and that stuff would you rather have a gay son or or a thought daughter 
26 feet long, by the way. 26 feet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 26. Okay, just just for the record here, just so everyone knows, I'm in the hospitality business and I cater to a lot of different people and walks of life. Yeah. I love everyone. Yeah. Uh -huh. And for the record, what them three are talking about, I have nothing to do with. <laughs> oh. I just happen to be here as a bystander. Yo, listen, but he, he, just he, he approved the whole episode. I, I, I went through the, <laughs> yeah, we're no, winging, I'm, we're I'm, winging I'm this. Pulling, but, I'm pulling things out of nowhere but right now, be, but I'm just but curious. But to be honest with you, I, I couldn't care what my son or daughter did or was if my son was gay all the all the all the best, all the best to him all the best. Yeah. as long as he's happy yeah and he's not a fucking bum yeah. yeah and he's successful and takes over can take over what i have or becomes more successful than me in whatever walk of life he wants i want that to happen for my son but my daughter has a fucking getting gangbang no chance yeah, <laughs> so yeah what are you talking yeah. about <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's one of those questions. What do you think, Ernesto? Well, what of a gay son or girl getting daughter getting gang? No, no, gay son or thought daughter, gay son, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. Listen, I'll think, but if the, the, it's different if the son says, Yo, it's 2023. You think it's bad to have a gay son? No, no, no. I, I listen, if he says to me, then right? No, what do you think? What do you I'm think? Be a girl, that's gonna be a problem. You think so? Tranny, that's a that'll be that'll be tranny. hard. That'll be hard for me, but. I mean, if if that's what okay, made them you're happy, just a, you're just a nicer guy than me. Because I'm also 44 and I've seen a lot Five. more than you Five. fucking guys. That would be tough, man. I I don't know, and maybe my mind would change on that aspect. But like, to to have my son say like I want to like chop my dick off and be a woman, really, would be very tough for me to. Okay, so to understand, there's there's two maybe. there's two parts to that question. Yeah. There's two parts to that question. Does your son make that decision when he's old enough to make that decision? Well, it has okay? to. Okay, no, no. If he Obviously. comes to me at thirteen, yeah. I'm gonna say you fucking stupid. But when your son's old enough to make that decision, let him make that decision. But I Does think teach their own oh, kind of thing? listen, look at me. I'm it's the tough. most fucking. I'm not right wing, but I'm the most like common sense talking person. Yeah. I'm a conservative. I'm a like if I was in the states, I'd be a Republican. Yeah, but. I believe, and I think you can attest to this, being in our industry for so long, you're exposed to every walk of life. Yeah. You see everybody. I mean, you see everybody. So you you spend more time with these people at work. They spend more time with you than their their spouses, their better halves, their parents or mothers or sisters or brothers. You become more family with these people than them. So when you see the way, the way they are as humans... It doesn't matter. I think that's my opinion. Yeah. Do whatever the fuck you want. Do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, so what's exactly the question again? Could you? Well, well, it was gay son or promiscuous daughter. Daughter. Or or your kid wanted to cut his dick off. Well, well, well those those are the two first ones, right? Yeah, so what? I think everyone agreed with like I would prefer a gay son than a promiscuous daughter. That could probably be hard for me. For me, yeah. I'm not going to speak for you. I don't know. So what so, so so what would I want? So what what would I do? Uh, basic what. What do you Which prefer? one? If you if, if no, well, you say what would you do if your son said no, 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 I, I want to change my sex? You know, that's a tough question, man. Or well, okay, your daughter, your daughter. What you would you have a daughter? So, so, what would you yeah, do so, if your so, daughter so, said she wanted to change her sex? <clears throat> and she was of age, though, not like you know, like eighteen or whatever it is. I don't even know the age no, anymore. It's like no, five. in Canada, it's like six. No, but, but eighteen. I mean, I think I hope you know. I, mean, I feel like I'm going to put my child uh, either in a Jewish or evangelical Christian school, so it's going to be faith-based. Yeah. I hope that, that I hope my daughter marries a man and gets married and has a faith in God. Mm. And, I, and I have respect for everybody, man.
Yeah. I just these guys are just better guys than us. No, listen, no, you guys, you fuckers, will come on our podcast when you're our age. But it's so funny when you okay back back to how much time we have. Original was gay son or thought daughter, like like like. That's a question. That's a question a 27 year old. Yeah. Young man would ask. But, but <laughs> I actually watched the video right before we came here. That, that someone asked. I was like, I need to ask this question. I mean, that, 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 but that's when you think about it. That, that's actually Alpha King Rule number four eighty seven, which is uh, don't be gay or a whore. <laughs> so you covered both. You covered both. No. What if you're a gay whore? <laughs> You know, when so I was a kid, we I used mean, to say that. We, we, that was like the worst insult to call somebody a gay, gay hooker. You know, okay, but <laughs> you were calling people gay hookers? That's crazy. But listen, no, okay, you know, listen, yeah. listen. You, the, the gay conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Forget no, no, it. I, have, I, have a, I have a turning point now. Okay, okay. <laughs> I have a turning point, guys. Okay, so. <laughs> oh, gay whores now. You, okay. Gang bangs. You get, he came to talk about his business, man. I came to talk about listen, my fucking expansion. Listen, we, res- we respect our elders here at this table. You yeah, know what I mean? do, yes. Okay. My mother's going to watch us fucking my we, whole family. We respect, we respect your opinions. We respect you guys, okay? You guys obviously have seen more life and more of life than we have. Yeah. <laughs> this guy said we got a sound, bro. This guy's got a thousand alpha, alpha rules. Okay. This is funny, though, man. This guy just signed up for You don't even know what the fuck he signed up for. I said, come here. No, no, no. Seriously, though, seriously. On a serious note, on a serious note. Yo, you guys kill me, bro. This is funny. You guys, you guys, you guys have seen a, a lot of shit. Life, 100%, right? You guys 100%. have been through a lot. You guys seen a lot. You yeah. guys experienced a lot. So at this point, let's say... Let's say, okay, Peter, let's say, what, what, what's been the biggest thing that you've learned in the last 10, 15 years, 20 years of you doing this? Of, in business. In business. <laughs> how you just so, said, you how's, see that, you see that how's that transition? That's a transition. That's a transition, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> you brought it. <laughs> okay. No, no, seriously, because we have a lot of I think, y- I younger think, men that watch us. Yeah, and, and I some think, advice for them as a man and as a business I think owner. at the end of the day, nothing fucking comes easy. Stop trying to get the fucking one mm-hmm. hit and try and make it overnight. Yeah. Nothing, dude, when I started my company, there was days where my restaurant wasn't open and I had to go to McDonald's to eat cheeseburgers because it's the only thing I could afford to eat to yeah. feed me, feed myself. Yep. You want to work, you want to you want to get to the level of the men, you have to fucking put in the fucking work, yeah. plain and simple. You have to put in the hours. And I try and preach that to a lot of the people that work for me in my company. Dude, I got almost, I got 400 employees that work for me, yeah. right? And, you know, it's, it's, it's trying to explain to them, you're not me. You haven't gone through what I've gone through. You know, I can do things a certain way because I've I've experienced I've I've gone through the shit. Yeah. I've I've had to go to bed trying to sleep, not knowing how I'm gonna pay rent for my business the next day. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or salaries. That's or salaries up. or payroll. That's actually a f- that's fucked up. You know, that's crazy. I'm gonna lose everything. And all these people that depend on me that have children, that have rent, that have homes, that have like families. Like, they all depend on me. So it's like, yo, the pressure is insane sometimes. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's why I drink a little but bit more. You, but, but that's what I want but, to but, but in the past, yeah. but I mean, going through, obviously, when you get to a certain level or you've been through so much, if you don't have your shit together by this, by this point, then, yeah. okay, hang them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I've, I've structured my company to have some really, really good people around me. And, 
you know, we have a culture that everybody wants to strive for the same thing. And it's been a, it's been an amazing ride to, to go from where I went when I left my uncle to start my company to Vancouver, to expanding in Vancouver, to coming to Toronto, to now my next step, my next chapter in my journey, uh, the U S you know, it, it, if you sit back and look at it, it's, it's really amazing. Mm. It's really amazing. But the, <clears throat> the advice I have to tell you is, you know, I've been doing this on my own for 14 years with nobody. Yeah, no partners. No. I had my one partner in Vancouver yes, who yes. was my main partner, and we, we were operating partners together. Okay. Like we ran the, our company together. Well, I was still on my own. We were, we were on our own. Yeah. But it, you just have, you, you have to fucking eat shit before you lick gold. Yeah. I'm going to say that's, that. That's you know, that's, okay. I just came up nice. with that. You know, you have to eat shit. And if you don't experience the shitty times, you'll never be able to enjoy the good times. Yeah, mm, and and yeah. like even because like obviously the the whole the whole journey wasn't easy. There's was probably times where you were you were down bad too. Oh, I'm telling you, there was times where, as I said, <clears throat> I had to eat at McDonald's. Yeah, because I didn't know how I was gonna. So let's say there's someone watching that's down bad right now. What would you say to them? Just focus on what you came here to do, what you're there to do. Keep your eye on the prize work hard you actually like and just don't hang around fucking idiots you know i think that was a big thing with me too you rub shoulders with people that you want to be at their level you're going to get to their level you manifest stuff and think that this is where i want to be i want to drive this i want to make this much money if you have that in mind you're going to make it yeah but you have to have you have to believe it yeah if you don't believe your own hype then that's facts. What yeah. Would, what would you say your strong suit has been <clears throat> in being like a leader for your, for your venues? Uh, I think determination and, and persistency being persistent, I think is a huge one. Is persistency a word? Yeah, I don't know, but I was, I was letting you roll there. I was letting you roll there for a second. Be. Just yeah, roll out I think with that. <laughs> being persistent <laughs> and, um, determined. I think yeah. you do that. Just don't take your fucking eye off the prize. That's it. Yeah. Just work your fucking ass off. Nothing comes easy. How, how do you how do you put yourself in a position not to get comfortable though? Because your venues are doing well, you know they're doing numbers. And me you, me you me me, me personally, yeah. no. I you I, at any point right now when you're when you're the captain of the ship, when you're the one in charge, you take your foot off the gas, everything stops. Yeah, facts, man. Yeah, I learned that too. Yeah, you can't take your foot off the gas at any point. Momentum. Yeah, momentum yeah. expansion. Uh, thriving to keep what you have currently going to be better than it was before. Thanks. You know, you can't go into a year where you're doing less sales than the year before. Always better. You know, you know, you it's funny it. too. Like, I feel like, but I feel like at the same time, as much as like you could ask that question, like, how do you stay motivated? How do you stay? Yeah. It's also like, that's just who you are yeah. in mm -hmm. a way. It's like built in. And there's only so many people that have that built in. You're like one no of those guys. Successful you are, it you doesn't matter. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes and no. I think I think at the end of the look, I'm a high school dropout, and yeah. I had more to prove to my family, who everyone was an engineer, doctor, pharmacist, all that bullshit, accountant. But I believe that's built in, though. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, if you want freedom, you know, and uh, and freedom comes with financial, you need cash uh, achievements. You know, if you want certain types of freedoms, it's not going to come easy. You have to fucking work for it. If you don't want it, okay, fine. Some people are content to, 
you know, paying rent and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, you know, I want to be able to go where I want, when I want, I want to be able to buy what I want yeah. when I want it. And that's just freedom gives you a sense of, uh, a sense of ease. So and freedom it, it, buys it, it, happiness. Ease, not so happiness. Freedom buys ease, ease buys happiness. Um, money buys ease and freedom. Peter, does, does money buy happiness? Nah, no, money doesn't buy happiness. Cause at the end of the day, you know, you're at the top of the fucking food chain and you're all like, sometimes you can be just left all alone with all the decisions you have to make that affect every single fucking person and every single it fucking does. thing that happens. And no one will ever understand those decisions you make. I had this conversation. Yeah. I had this conversation with a friend yesterday about how being at the top of something an enterprise, yeah. a corporation, even a family. Yeah. The pressure on a man in that position yeah. is something that is understood by very few people. Facts. Only other men in, in, in let's say, comparable positions. Yeah. yeah and, and and I feel like it, it's not even like a disrespect thing or whatever. It's just some people will never understand it. You can try to explain it a million times, but it's like you said. It's like one decision Peter makes affects 400 people. Yeah. yeah. So Which like, so every decision you make has to be calculated to the best of your ability to make sure that it's good for 400 people. How a, many people a, a in this city, percent. how many people in this city, Toronto alone, know that have that like, many yeah. people's livelihoods mm. weighing on their shoulders? Yeah. You know, the biggest, the biggest business lesson I ever learned, um, I actually learned in a club when I took home a woman and I found out uh, she had a dick. <laughs> and, and you want to know what? <laughs> that can be applied to business just because it looks good on the outside. Yep. It doesn't mean Was she beautiful? Was she beautiful? Yeah, she looked good. Yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, listen, listen. We're I, almost not, two hours not, in. I here. got standards, wow, bro. I, she was, yeah. you know, tasty. You know, not that I know, but, you know. But to the point, there's some lessons you can learn in business that you learn in college. I left community college. I felt like I had something yeah. to prove. My parents yeah. are college graduates. I felt like I had something to prove. I, I can relate to that, especially, yeah. you know, I think people that come from like the Middle East, South Asia, they have requirements of having these unique college degrees yes. yeah. to get entry into countries like Germany, Canada, United States. And if you don't do that, man, it's like you got that cultural, it's like you really are like the black sheep. Yeah. But I also think, one, that you probably show free thinking, independence, yeah. create mm -hmm. creativity, that you're yeah. saying, I'm not going to do what everyone else is doing, you know? And yeah. I think that creativity, for me, I would say the two attributes that have helped me the most in business, in, in general, I've only created about 60 jobs, not 400, yeah. um, would be creativity and persistence. Yeah. I'm just not that smart, man. But I know that with creativity and persistence, I can always find a way to overcome anything. And no matter how many times I fall, I can get back up. I'm indoctrinating my daughter from an early age. It took her like 20 minutes to climb up the stairs of my dad's house, but I forced her to do it because mm. I want her to see that in her mind, failure is okay. Keep failing, keep failing. Yeah. The 15th time you're going to get up that step. Mm. Just to adjust to that. It's not yeah. going to be easy. Adjust to things not going right. Adjust mm. to keep testing things and they go wrong. Because I, I do a lot of things wrong. A few things go right. You know, I, I may do a thousand bad deals and then get one deal that does 40 million. Yeah. In private equity, for example. Yeah. Right? And then I make a million. But I did a thousand. It didn't work. Persistence, thousand and one, though. baby. Yeah. Wayne Gretzky. 
You miss a thousand percent or a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Do but a thousand also a thousand percent. as well a thousand, too. A thousand, <laughs> a thousand percent. I mean, I don't know. You might have just <clears throat> caught it like naturally. I was always a good salesman, but I failed in business a lot, man. Yeah. It got to the point for me, my first year in New York real estate, and I was working in the nightclubs where I I start thinking to myself, I'm too smart to be not a fucking multi-millionaire. I mean, yeah. too many guys Because you're meeting other guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm too fucking smart. Yeah. I'm working you're hard. You're smarter than that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And exactly. I'm working That's hard. That's the worst. But yeah. I'm also working yeah. hard. I'm working hard, and I'm mm -hmm. not making money year after year after year. I'm not getting over 100000 200000 Why? Why am I not getting over mm. 200000 In New York, that's basically shit. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, so, so I remember vividly on, on Orchard Street in Lower East Side, and I remember thinking to myself, I was going crazy. I took a little break, started reading a lot of books, just obsessively, going to Mulberry Library in Soho. Yeah. And I'm like, I remember thinking in my living room with two roommates, why am I not fucking rich? Yeah. Mm. You know, like, I'm going crazy. Like, I'm not fucking going crazy. Am I really stupid? Why am I not getting rich? You know? And, you know, it, even after that, I still didn't get rich. It took me a few more years. How old were you? Like 32. Yeah. Yeah. So it finally and hit. I just kept failing and people kept writing me off saying I'm crazy, I'm lunatic, yeah. but it only takes like one big deal, man. Yeah. yeah. And I did one deal that brought in millions. And after that, that one deal, and I, that could have almost not happened. Mm. Could have almost not happened. That, and I even think about it now. I think like that one deal didn't happen that kept generating cash flow for me. Mm. What would have happened? Nothing. I might still be in yeah. the Lower East Side of New York City. And with two different lights. Yeah, working working as a nightclub promoter. Yeah, but there's yeah. that meme you see at forty it. at forty three. You yeah. seen that? You seen that meme or that picture of the guy? He's like he's mining for like gold, and he's like right at the end, and he turns around and he quits. Yeah. That's my life. And it's man. like you literally like yeah. you're, you're that one deal away. But that's what life is, though. Yes, that's what yeah. life is, and yeah. you know you yeah. have to chip away at the fucking yeah rock to get to get into it because. You know, I truly believe, though, that if that didn't go through for you that time, you would have had a deal that would have come up eventually, obviously. You're being persistent with it, yeah. <clears throat> but, but, it, it, yeah. But, but the point is, if you gave up, you were almost there. If you gave up the deal before that deal, yeah, you wouldn't have hit that deal. You know, you know, to, to, you know and real talk here, I feel I'm at a point now, uh, you know, as a CEO, not, not as many jobs as you've created, a fraction. Uh, but I feel the responsibility for all the people who have a job. For example, the single mother who works with me part time. If she loses, if I fuck up, what's she gonna do? Yeah. She has a kid. Yeah. yeah. Or the kid that yeah. goes to school. Yeah. He counts on my money maybe to pay his rent. Yeah. You know, or the other kid who's a teenager, and he's doing this job to be able to work and help his parents. You know, his family. So yep. that that I, that is such a fucking motivator, man. Yeah. Because they look up to you. Yeah. You know, they actually look up to you. Like you're like they're really thinking the best of you. Yeah. So if, if you fuck up, everyone just went down. Yeah. Well, there, pressure, there's, there's a line. There's a line McGregor says, and he's like, um, "It's almost disrespectful to the people that believe in you." Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, like to not work hard and 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 not like prove them right. Yeah. Love you that. know, and and it's true. And it's true as CEOs. And I, I like. We're even a fraction of both you guys in comparison to the jobs we've created, but we feel this. I, I'll speak for ourselves. We feel the same way. It's like we make one wrong decision in this game, and maybe it's twenty people yeah. that, that that don't eat that month or whatever the case is, right? 
and you still feel it. So I, that's what I'm saying. I can, I can imagine, imagine 60. Yeah. I can yeah. imagine 400. Yeah. I'm like, bro, like <clears throat> it's crazy. And the weight, the weight feels <laughs> heavy. Well, the weight well, feels yeah. heavy on 20. The yeah. weight feels heavy with 20. Yeah. And the last thing I'm going to say um, is, you know, with me especially because I'm so hands-on with my business. And as you get older, like the booze hits a little bit harder. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, that's probably why you quit. Yeah. <laughs> that's a big reason. Yeah. yeah, it hits a little harder. But, you know, you might see the after 10 o'clock. You might see the after 10 o'clock Peter, but you don't know the Peter that answers his phone at 8 a.m. Yeah, mm. You know? And it's a different if, guy. Yeah. And there's daytime Peter. It's funny. And then there's nighttime Peter, obviously, that's having fun you know, five nights a week and, and trying to entertain and carry his business. But to run those businesses, it's a lot going on, man. Let me I, ask you I, something. If, if I think you're doing a lot of things well right now in yeah. your business. Is there anything that you want to do better? There's so much more. Like what? Like what's better. the biggest thing on your list right now? What's your priority in terms of I need to make this better? Um, I think the hardest thing for me is, and I, I have an amazing management team. They work their asses off and there's some really, really good talented ones i think what bugs me the most is when i travel and you leave everyone here no like, no or, and, and, and i see goes- and i go to miami or i go to dubai okay or i go to uh vegas or i go to new york and i see the level that they're performing at yeah. or in mykonos or in, mm. in those places and i say my fucking venues like mademoiselle is at that level yeah i wish like i i want to be at that level so it's hard to explain, and I've wasted, I shouldn't say wasted, sorry. I've spent so much money taking my management to Vegas, to Miami, to New York, to- To see it. To see what goes on. I obviously understand it at a different level, not more than them, but just more than the general public. And you might walk in and think everything's great, but yeah. I see the way, the way that they operate. I'm like, fuck, if I had those guys that worked at Kiki, or those guys that worked at Scorpios, or yeah. those guys that worked at- um live or those guys that worked in vegas at that spot or that spot i'd sell an extra 200 grand a, month, a week wow you know what i mean yeah and what is but do you but do you feel like do you feel like that falls on you yes yeah i always blame me everything yeah. the fish goes running at the head yeah. everything that yeah. fucks yeah. up in my business is my fault but that's even why though, that's even why though, you even, are even though there's people that get paid to do the job it's still my fault but bro yeah. that's why you yeah. are where you are though because yeah. that's an important piece a lot of people yeah. can't accept it at the top it's like bro. oh the team's not doing well well who's fucking managing the team yeah okay a manager who's who's managing overseeing the, the fucking manager yeah. right so it, you got to be able and that, that's why you are where you are is uh, you're always going to be self-critical about what about yeah I, I love my management and sometimes i'm really hard on them uh-huh. i'm really hard on them they're still, they still stick around, but like I'm hard on them. But that's because they see the vision, though. But they know what you're what's doing at it out stake. Of passion, yeah, out of yeah. passion. It's yeah. like you yeah. know, I I want them to be better. Yes. Because if they get better, we all get better. Yeah, true. And we all make more money together. And that's one thing. I'm not greedy at all. Like I pay them what they want to get paid. Maybe yeah, better than yeah. some other places in the city. Well, I, if that's that's why they're I'm, sticking around. I make sure yeah. you know. Hey, I'm going down to Miami. A couple of you tag along with me. Let's go. Sick. We're going for business. Let's go to New York. Let's go to Vegas. Let's do a management trip. Let's have some fun. You know what I mean? And well, I'm oh, still wait, we're yeah, still waiting for the call. Yeah, I, I yeah. Let us know when you need. Yeah, yeah. Actually, fucking management. All right, all right, all right, all right. Guys, listen. We're gonna head to Peter's venues right now. Yeah. We're gonna go have a drink. Yeah. Let's do it. Wow. Two hours. Two hours, baby. Two hours. You know, two hours. The, the the fucking topics went all over the yeah. place. My my phone hasn't gone off at all. Look at this. Isn't that crazy? 
Oh my no, god. No, no, that's just here. No, that's, that's enough for me to have a seizure. Okay. I am balancing that too, man. <laughs> we're about to take, show you around a little bit or yeah, what? I'm yeah. excited, man. So we're going to, we're going to, I got, I got the driver waiting outside. Well, listen. Okay, say less. Easy for First us. First parked. We're rolling with James Bond over here. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, if you're still here, <laughs> yes. make sure you subscribe. We drop love a yes. like, drop a comment. We love you. We'll leave both of these gentlemen's IG links in the description. Yep. You guys can go check them out. If you're in Toronto, check out Peter's Venues. If you're in Germany for some fucking reason, check out Nima. Just yeah. go see him. No, but he's got big book coming. No, but he's got lots big coming. Big book coming. We big, know. big event coming. And big pod coming, too. Yeah, the, the book I have coming out uh, is, is with a pretty big publisher. Yeah. I, I'm not going to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're excited see, for it. You can't see yet. It's one of those. No, no, we, 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 we heard it off mic of the other day. Yeah. It's, 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 it's fucking pretty. It's pretty exciting. It's a whale. I'm excited for you. Yeah, thanks, man. So maybe people guys, will respect me after that. <laughs> <laughs> guys, if you're here, we love you. Thank you so much. See you Dean. next Thursday. We fucking out. No. Wait, wait, wait. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, cheers. Cheers. Yes, cheers. 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 Cheers, brother.